Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sideline Sports. I'm John with JB and Jake. How are we all doing tonight, fellas? We got a lot, lot of sports to talk about. How are we doing, Jake? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there. I got my uh, Canes game one. So oh, John. Zero, you, zero. Uh, not anymore. Not, not anymore. I, if, I can't. If you're watching, I, it's it's one nothing. I'm I'm watching on my on the side. It was it was bad timing. You said that, John. As you say, oh, it's nothing, nothing. It's one nothing lightning. Ah, right. that was that's not good. That's not good. We don't Let's want that. No lightning. Well, the the lightning eliminated the Islanders last year, so I don't think you want the Islanders to play the lightning okay. again if the okay. Islanders win. I think JB's got to know that they're not winning this year anyway. You've got to be realistic. They beat Boston once, and they have home it's, ice. It's not their year, but if they win, they win. But let's go lightning. When is it ever going to be the Islanders' year? Uh, 19... 80, 1979. I was going to say, well, go back like a couple of years, back to the uh, the 80s dynasty, and then sure, that'll be their year, but not anymore. A little That's back it. to the future. Oh, yeah. But all right, I, I was talking about it before the show started. I want to start with the NFL because John and I got to talk about this before the show because JB was having a little technical difficulties. We were talking. Texans are one of the dumbest teams I've ever seen, but they did something funny that I had to bring up. So – they have loaded up on running backs, and apparently they decided that they needed more because today they signed Rex Burkhead. And I was talking to John, and I said, when you look at their running back room, it's really stupid because they have way too many guys, and I'm not really sure what their plan is because now they have, in terms of notable names, David Johnson, Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, and now having signed Rex Burkhead, they have that. So John and I were talking about it. Are they just planning to go like four down straight of running and just switch out guys every single play? Like Johnson will be first down. Lindsay will be second down. Ingram third. And if you need a fourth, you go to Rex Burkhead. Is that their plan? But are any of them any good anyway? I mean. Oh, yeah, of course. Phil okay. Lindsay's a really good running back. Uh, really good? That's he's a stretch. a really good running back. Yeah. That's a he's stretch. Just, he's a little underrated. And. Denver was dumb for getting rid of him. Keep in mind. I don't know if I'd call him really good. If you've looked at his stats, he's he's okay, but he hasn't like wowed me yet. You're not gonna have a bell you're gonna have not gonna have a bell bell cow guy anyway with four running backs. No, I agree, but it's stupid what they're I I don't understand what they're doing. I have no idea. Maybe they just think they're not gonna have a QB, so might as well sign every running back possible. If I'm the Texans, it sounds like at least their plan really is sign every single player that you possibly can and hope one of them sticks. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm getting from them. Sign everybody. I don't know what they're doing, but, you know, they, they seem to trade stars and, and keep marginal guys. I, I don't get it. I mean, and that's of course the they're going to ruin – a guy like Philip Lindsay, who's who could be a really great running back if he's used properly, but he's not going to be. He's going to get like nothing. And they got washed up David Johnson. That's real helpful. Yeah. Well, uh, what's today? Is today the first? Oh, it is the first. So Today's today, first. officially, Julio Jones can be traded. And Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers. I mean, anybody can be traded anytime, but that 
But that I mean, it's, it's, it's where they're first. really yeah. going to be able to be. Yeah. Yep. So where are they going? We talk about this every week. I mean, I'm hearing Seattle might be in the Seattle I've in heard the in the mix for Julio, which would be so awesome to watch. I don't know that it's going to happen because I'm not sure what they're going to give up. But imagine Russell Wilson with Julio, DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett. I mean, these are dream scenarios, I'm sure, but that sounds amazing. Well, they don't have a 2022 first rounder, so that's the that's the catch. Yeah, but I've heard that the the Falcons are willing to take like a uh, 2021 second round or 2022 second round. Would Atlanta be willing to get a first rounder two years from now? Because they want a first. They're not budging on that. I don't know. I've heard heard other rumors. I've heard they're willing to take a second rounder. That's what I I mean. I I don't know because we don't know anything, but it sounds like they're considering uh, potentially a second rounder. Not necessarily guaranteed, but. Well, any team in the league should give up a second rounder for Julio. <laughs> oh, I agree. <laughs> Easily, you should just part ways with that second as soon as you can. Oh, I agree, but I that's don't know. asking price. I mean, if the I'm Seattle, is, you got to take him. I mean, there's there's no way you don't. I don't know, but it's a no brainer. Well, I. Well, the thing is, even if you give up a first, if you're Seattle, sure, your first is going to basically be a second anyway, because you're you're typically one of the best teams in the league, this is, right up there. That's fair. So, and if you add Julio, I mean, your pick is probably going to be like twenty. You're saying it's 30, going to be a late. You're saying yeah. it's going to be a late first. So, what's yeah. the difference between a late first and a second round? There's not much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, what do you really have to lose? There's, yeah, you're win now. But their second rounder is going to be a late second rounder, so yeah, yeah, it's not going to be an early second rounder. Yeah, which is all the less reason for the Falcons to make a trade like that. That's the problem that they're going to run into is it's going to be a, a late, excuse me, a late second round. I think what it should be is that the Falcons set up the trade somehow that let's say Seattle finishes in the conference championship. Like let's say they make it all the way there. If they hit that spot, it becomes a, a uh, let's say a first rounder in 23. But for now it starts as the, as the, as the 22 second rounder. Maybe they do something like that because they would rather take the late first rounder than the late second rounder at that point. But yeah. I think that would be maybe an interesting clause or maybe if that happens, if that's they, possible, they, they, yeah. I'm sure they could do that. I mean, you see it all the time, just like with yeah. Carson Wentz, right? Carson Wentz is the the compensation pick right now is it might change depending on what the Colts do with Wentz. So uh, it depends. So I could see that, or maybe the the trade is it's a second rounder, but if you make the conference championship, even if you lose, it becomes a second, and we get your third rounder as well, or something to that effect. Could be an interesting idea because that's that's to me the only logical way that that they would take such a late second rounder like that. Yeah, I think that's the only way to get it done. It, it's I would have taken a, a would have give a second round. I would have take a second round pick if I was Atlanta, but does not what the market out there for him, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he's thirty two very injury prone, a lot of money against a cap. I mean, I love Julio, but yeah. first first is too steep. 
unless you're a team like Seattle that or Kansas City that you know, you know, you're right. You have a, as good a chance as anybody to win it. But if you're a team like the Browns, I wouldn't give up a first rounder because you're not guaranteed to get to a conference championship. You know, but if you're Kansas City or Seattle, you probably know that you, you're Seattle's getting, guaranteed to get to the conference championship. I think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. If, you Julio, if you add Julio, then you know it's a lock. I don't know about that because how long is how much is he really going to end up they're, playing is always the question. And, and their problem wasn't their offense last year. That wasn't why they were bad. And that's why they, they couldn't make score it. in the playoffs. But it, it wasn't because of the offense, though. John, it was the defense. The defense was, the defense was rough. Even the defense if, got better at the end of the season. That's the thing. Jamal Adams came back, and the defense actually started to get better. Did they give up points towards the end of the year? In the playoffs, they didn't give up much. It was the offense that couldn't do anything. No. John did. No, no, no. I, I'm and, with JB on this. The, the, okay. That defense was, was rough. I mean. It was. But they like stunk. I said, they played better towards the end of the season. They started to get better. Jamal yeah, Adams came back better from, from where they were is not saying much. I mean, you but, have to understand they gave up thirty points, John. Thirty points is not good. But when you like when your defense isn't good, as long as they're opportunistic, they're middle of the pack, you can win a Super Bowl that way. John, the but Saints, thirty points in the first round is not good. That's well, I'm, that's still I'm just bad. Saying. Like you, when you have an opportunistic defense, like think about when the Saints won the Super Bowl. Their defense wasn't good, but they were opportunistic. Sacks, yeah, but they turnovers. weren't good or opportunistic. That was part of the problem. Seattle was bad on every front possible. Yeah, in terms of, in saying. terms of defense. Just saying, there's there's got better down the stretch. They played better with Jamal Adams getting healthy. They, I just they played think that first second round pick is worth it, but that's. Money they better off spent on their defense where they need the help. I agree. I mean, but could you, know. you imagine Julio <laughs> covering Julio, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf? Yeah, it like, sounds nice, but if your defense <laughs> sucks in the end, it is still, excuse me, it's still hard to you know to win. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the problem that you face now. Is okay, great, but like if they can't if they can't win because of the defense, then what does Julio really do for you? It doesn't mean anything if, if you can't get past that, which is, you know, it's their, it's their Achilles heel. And I don't know that they can get past that putrid defense because well, you're not going to fix it this year. You're not going to fix it. No, but you're right. The problem is you have to try and do things to at least make some difference. And you're not going to fix it by spending all that cap space on a number one receiver that you don't need. It'll help. It'll make Russell Wilson happy. Right? Yeah, but I think Russell Wilson, at least logically, would be happier winning as opposed to just adding more players. Like I understand it's nice, but I would rather, if I'm the quarterback, I'd rather win. Winning is what matters to me. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I still think Seattle is the best place for him. I think it makes the most sense. Or Green Bay. Those are my two ideal choices for Julio. Well, Green Bay is just – it's the question of does that keep Rodgers there? Because if Rodgers leaves, nobody cares. Like it doesn't right. mean anything. But I think it ultimately would keep him. I mean, if, if a team goes out and get Julio Jones for you. Maybe. I, can't, I can imagine you'd be like, all right, you know, I'm still not with happy it. with you, but I'll deal with it. I mean, I told you. I, I said it last week when we were talking about this. I said if I am – if 
if I'm the Packers, I would at least go to Rodgers and be like, hey. Yeah. You know, if we're I'm willing the, to go I'm, try and do this. Would, would it, would it keep you, you here at least? Would yeah. it, if would I'm make the, you if happy? I'm GM, if I'm the GM of him, I'm banishing him to the worst team I could send him to. <laughs> I want nothing. I hope he, I'd be rooting for him to break his leg every week. <laughs> I mean, I get that's where like, you're coming from. There's, there's no respect. You don't do that. Uh, the problem is that's what sports are today. It's not like oh, we're, we're going to get into some topics. We're uh, going to get into some topics when we get to that. But yeah, well, what do you what do you got? I mean, I, I, oh, I don't I don't think there's much right. with the NFL to talk about. It. I mean, right. unless you guys have anything else, there really wasn't much. I admit, I just honestly, I just wanted to throw a Texans thing out because I saw it today and I kind of I just laughed because I was like, this is just. I mean, you're throwing fuel on a fire that's barely burning. I mean, w- w- what's the point? Just let it go out. You guys aren't going anywhere. You suck. Just leave it be, please. So let's just let's talk a little basketball. Let's start yeah. with the NBA in the playoffs. Just, there's so a lot. Before we get before we get to the basketball part of it. Oh, I think I know where this is going. What is wrong with fans? Seriously. Yeah, I was like, hoping you'd go there because I am. Listen, upset is we, not the right word. Before we start, there was nobody allowed to go to games last year. Or part of this year. Right. Like certain teams weren't allowing it for part of the year. You know, it was just the bubble. Nobody got to go this year. No fans. This year it started to loosen up, and now it's pretty loose. But, yeah. Finally starting to go to games. Finally happening. You got these idiots throwing water bottles, dumping popcorn, screaming racist epithets. What is spitting, wrong with you people? Spitting on people. Spitting. That one pissed me. The, I think that one made me the most upset was the spitting. Not because – I think that was a Knicks fan that did that. But that's not even why. I think that made me most upset, though, because we just had a whole pandemic where the yeah. point was wear masks so you don't spit on people, so you don't breathe on people, so you don't do those stupid things. I don't care if that person was fully vaccinated or not. The whole point was you don't want your bodily fluids, your – other things nope. like that, those germs, right, to get on people. And what did nope. you do? You went and spit on somebody. I mean, have you not been living in America for the past year and a half? Like, have you not been living in the world? Like, really? In the, on this I, earth? Absolutely. You're right. And I just, yeah. It, that mean, one really pissed me gives, off. What gives these people the right to think of who they are that they should be doing this? I've I, never gone to a game and said, maybe I should spit on somebody. Maybe I should throw a water bottle. You know what? I'm, I'm behind third base when the guy comes to catch the third base comes to get a foul ball. I'm gonna dump my beer on him. No, yeah, no. no. I mean, no. I, look, we There's talked a line about it last you don't week. Crawl. We talked about it last week. How much other teams we all like absolutely despise, hate with all of our 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 body, our minds, yeah. everything. We hate them with everything we have. I would never do that. I would scream at them. I'd curse at them, and I admit it. I wouldn't be nice to them because I hate them. But I wouldn't try to inflict pain or yeah. do anything that like physically harms them. You know, I'm if it's a red sock, I'd be like, "Hey, f you," right? I'd well, be I'm honest. Gonna, no, but I'm I'll not say it. talk about their family. I'm not going to no, say of course not. racist. I will. I will. I will say mean things that yeah. nobody wants to be said like that. Of okay. course, but I don't want to make somebody like physically harm like you know there's a line like, you don't cross, hurt right? like, i don't want to do that yeah okay. no anyone anyone that has listened to any of my podcasts i tell my ozzy Gian story all the time when he was with the white Sox. i was sitting by third base screaming at him all game when he was playing shortstop for the white Sox. yeah heckle him, right there's there's a way to go all, about it absolutely 
and, and I was ruthless. I, I mean, you know, you suck, Ozzy. You're the worst. We all do all, it. All, yeah. all night. You know, maybe a, a curse here or there where there were no kids around. Sure. Finally, there was a pitching change. He gave me the figure. I love Ozzy Gia now. All right. That, you know what? <laughs> but you know what he didn't do? He didn't try to hurt you. He didn't try to spit at you. He didn't throw exactly. something at you. He did exactly what you did to him. And Screw and you. you. Know what? That's what you did. You said screw you in your own way. Yeah, but you said screw you in your own version of ways. So did he. He did it the right way, though. And what I loved about it, he made sure it was under the gloves so not everyone got to see it. (laughs) He did it really inconspicuously. And, you know, it was kind of cool. Ventura was on the White Sox at the time. He went over him during a pitching change. He gave me, like, the shrug because I was yelling at him, why are you going to talk to him? He's horribly (laughs) sucked. He's looking at me like, what do you mean? Uh, sure. It was just—it was a fun interaction. But that's how you're supposed to heckle players. Yeah. That's yeah. what you're supposed to do. Yeah, you don't cross gonna, a line. You're not going to throw something at a guy. You're not going to spit on him. What is wrong with people? Get these people out of the arena. They well, end up for life. Here's what I'll know? say. I think because fans are we're so cooped up, we're noticing it more, and it is happening more. But fans do this all the time. We just don't really hear about it because fans do it on a consistent basis, it's because fans are now back in the arena, back in the stadium, back wherever they are, and we're like so excited to see them. I think it's a little bit more so, obvious. I mean, it doesn't so make it right. Line, where's the line before Russell Westbrook can't go into the stands and beat the hell out of somebody? Or Kyrie Irving can't go and if the guy that threw the water bottle out of him go knock him I out. I have no problem with what Ron Artest did at Malice at the Palace. I have zero problem with what Ron Artest did. I just want to be clear. I have zero problem with what Ron Artest did. Matter what? Have, yeah, no, I have no problem with what he yeah. did to that fan. No problem. The fan never should have done that to him. Like The you, way I see it is this. You don't walk up to somebody and do, you don't do that. It's, and it's if you very, get popped by a player, well, yeah, you deserved it's, it. It's simple. And it kind of touches on what JB was talking about. If you can't dish it out, don't, or rather, you can't take it. Don't dish it out. Yeah. Right. If you can't accept the consequences of throwing a bottle at somebody, yep. yelling racial slurs, being, you know, spitting at someone, if you can't be prepared and possibly handle whoever that person is, whether it's in public on the street or it's at a game and a player, if you can't handle them possibly coming back at you, just don't do it. And because if you did on the street, right? Hold on. But if I did that to John on the street. I mean, I would be. I would think he's in his right to come attack me and yeah. beat me up. Why? Because I just, I did something to him. I mean, yeah. if, if and if just it's on the street or whatever, yeah. But, but think about it. If it's on the street, nobody is that necessarily that stupid. These people wouldn't do this if it's on the street. Well, they're, they're, they're a lot less they're likely. The, they're the same keyboard warriors that say this stuff they do on Twitter, exactly. on Facebook, on Instagram, on everything yes. online. Absolutely. They're the same exact keyboard warriors because they wouldn't do it. If yeah, if that person actually got in their face, they wouldn't do the same thing. They're, they're too scared. They're cowards. Yeah, Absolutely. they're cowards. So, and, and not only that, Russell Westbrook was hurt walking to the tunnel, limping with the trainers. He, he was really injured. And you're willing to dump something on this injured player who's just trying to get back to the locker room. He didn't do anything to you. Like, what is your problem? And that's not the first time it's happened to happen to Oh Westbrook. yeah. But Westbrook, for whatever reason is, you know, people are drawn to yelling at him and saying stupid stuff. I mean, listen, if you don't like the guy, you know, whatever, you want to scream, like I said, I you know, I'll heckle. Jake submitted to it too, but 
There's a lot. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I mean, we yeah, all I do. Don't, I, think, I don't I think, say. I just say silly things like funny things, but I don't sure. cross a line. I'm at but a baseball game. I think you know, every fan can admit fun. they will heckle players they don't like <laughs> or teams they don't. And and there's it's it's part of the game. Stinks and it's what them. we've talked about, like why the crowds are so important because fans are going to yell at you and say things you don't like that are not necessarily polite. But that's a line you don't cross because there's a line between just heckling and then just being an outright jerk. I I heckled a guy in an Orioles game the opposing team. I think he was playing for the A's or something. And I heckled him for so many innings. I said something. And I just kept saying the same thing over and over every inning when he'd come out. Eventually he turned around and he just laughed. Like he started right, laughing. Sure. He turned I, around with his, he's like in right field and he has his hands on his knees and he just goes like this and he just starts laughing. And I was like, I started clapping. I was like, all sure. right, I got a reaction. Yeah. God, I mean, I'm happy. I'll you know, admit. Fun. I've I've gone I've gone to a Rangers game at Madison Square Garden and I hate Sidney Crosby. So, you know, I'm I'm yelling at him. I just I the whole game I'm calling him a crybaby. Oh, you suck. Oh, you're such a big baby. He never said anything. I didn't even hear me. I don't really care. But I didn't say, hey, screw your family. I just said I'm gonna make fun of you because I don't like you. But I admit to it, we all it's it's a natural thing to want to make fun of a player like that. I mean the players hear you. They're just they're professionals and yeah. they're most of the time they don't care to tune it out until they hear racist things, things about their family. Yes. Then it's like, it's like, come on, man. Like seriously, like you can joke around, but like it's, it's too far. Yeah. 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 So, no, you agree. know, and then There's the no fan, for it. was there a fan no last, for it. fan last night that ran on the court in the, yeah. in the game and tried to slap the backboard. And Dw- I think it was Dwight Howard or something like that. What, Walked up to him, and just got in his face, and looked at him like, "Are you serious, man?" Like, it was one of those things where I'm like, "Man, I would not want to be that guy laying on the ground with Dwight Howard just staring up, staring, staring up down at me." At me. Yeah. Yeah. Staring down like, at me uh, like, "What the hell's wrong with you, man?" Oh, it's, I mean, like, what? All of a sudden, we have this, and I don't know. I mean, was this going on all this time? We just never spoke I, about it. I had the thing is. Because I just thought about this when we started talking about it. It's the same exact thing as remember, remember when we had that fad? Was it last year or the year before? Where people were licking ice cream at, at grocery stores and then putting it back. If I you remember, remember that from that. a couple years ago, oh, they would. Look at that. They, well, hold on. Yeah. They they yeah. would open okay. the container of ice cream, lick it, and put it back. Then yeah. more people started doing it because then you got your you got your fifteen seconds of fame. So it was like. Oh, that person did it. I'm going to do it. You know, I've noticed these things when, when one person does it, another person does it, then it just becomes a thing where more and more people want to, they want to get on TV or they want to get recognized for, for 15 being seconds or whatever. For being in it, they don't care if they're being an idiot. They get You're recognized. Right. It's the same thing at the games. One person I, did it. Next person's like, I'm going to be the guy that calls up his friends when he's going to the game. Guys. I'm going to be the guy tonight that throws something. I'm going to one-up the guy from that spit last night. I'm going to throw popcorn or a water bottle at this guy. Oh, you won't do it, man. I'll give you 20 bucks. You know, like, it's it's, it's fans yeah. like that. I, I guarantee stuff like that where it's somebody trying to one-up the next person. That's just how, it's just how these it's fads pathetic. work. It's pathetic. it's pathetic. Yeah, I don't agree with it, but it's kind of how these things work. When it comes down to an athlete's a person, you know, you yep. want to yell at them, whatever, yell. But, yep. you know, anything physical, 
I don't condone I'm a Yankee fan. I don't condone what we when you see the games at Yankee Stadium where they're throwing all sorts of stuff. Right. It's not cool. I'm I'm There's, perfectly okay with the chance, you know, FL Tuve. I'm cool with that. It's not nice. But it's right. that's that's like that's what happens when you're at the stadium. It's gonna happen. If you try and hurt somebody, that's where I I'm like, what are you doing? Like that's, that's a not game, right. Man. Like it's a game. Like just because I wear a hurricane jersey, like you want to kill me? Like yeah. what? How logically, if you know, if we're mm. out at a supermarket and you see me with a cane jersey, do you want to like kill me? Like why? Because I Giants? wear a jersey, like giant Giants jersey, Dodgers. whatever. Like sure. maybe, maybe like, ten years ago, opening opening day or opening weekend, guy wore a Giants jersey, yep. Dodger Stadium, got stabbed in the park a lot, died a couple yep. of days later. It's terrible. That rivalry is horrible. It is. But it's like logic. Think about it logically. It's like, you know, would you kill somebody for wearing a piece of clothing you don't like? Like, no. how does that? It makes how no is that, sense. How is that ex- acceptable? How, like, in your mind, what makes you think yeah, I'm gonna beat this guy that? up or, or kill this guy because he's wearing something different? I mean, isn't we that? We're at Hoagie Fest. We're gonna have to go take him out. Yeah, like what? To Jersey we go. It's like. More than welcome. It's so dumb. It gets so dumb. It's, it's the same thing. It's the same thing with like we're trying to eliminate with racism. Not to get all that, but the same thing we're trying to eliminate with racism. Just because right. somebody looks different, you want to hurt them? Why? Some just because? I mean, what? What does it matter? Like, who cares? People are small minded. Yeah. They all want to have their. They all want to be tough and have their minute of fame, mm-hmm. and they get nowhere. Yeah, yeah. but. I think this is something that's been happening now, and I think it's just because yeah. fans have been cooped up for so long. We're that's A, pathetic. noticing it more because we're not used to having fans, and B, fans are like, oh, my God, we're back in the stadium. It's time to do something hear. really stupid. Yeah. And I don't, I don't agree nothing. with it. Listen, I don't want to hear nothing. When somebody gets a bottle thrown at their head and they go after the fan, no, I don't want to hear nothing about that I'm not guy. saying it's right. I'm yeah. just saying I, I think that's what people are doing. Nope. You know, and I get that they're supposed to be professional, but if you're coming after my life, throwing a bottle, and if the bottle's full, that could hurt you. Yeah. And that's, you're talking about millions of dollars a guy could lose if he gets hit in the head. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could also seriously injure him just personally. If he he gets hit in the eye. Yep. I don't want to hear nothing if if a guy goes after a fan with that. I'm I'm more than okay with it. I agree. Yeah. Anyway. Now let's talk about some basketball. We got the Lakers against the Suns. Probably the best series going on right now. But as as usual, what we all expected, Glass Joe's hurt. (laughs) I was waiting for that. I was. It was funny because we talked about it, and he is officially out for tonight's for Game Five. I mean, is that a shock to anyone that he would get hurt? No, it's just. It's funny you say it because I'm pretty sure we said on the show how long until he gets hurt. There's three like we guys. Said, who's gonna, you know, when is it gonna get hurt? It wasn't if, it's when. There's three guys in the NBA playoffs that are always that way. It's AD, it's CP3, and it's Joel Embiid. Well, always Embiid hurt. and well, Embiid Embiid hurt Embiid too. It is always those always, three. You, always, always, always. Oh, you guys, I don't get it. Death taxes and those three getting injured. That's the three most certain things in life, man. Is is that? Like I, uh, they all three of them are soft as toilet paper. That's yeah, why when know. the Lakers were going after AD, I didn't get it. I really didn't because the guy just—he may have an amazing <laughs> amount of talent, but he can't stay healthy for anything. 
Skip I think that's the weirdest day. injuries. The he weirdest does. injuries. He like, doesn't get know. injured like a normal human being. He gets, <laughs> he gets like random stuff that you're like, wait, what happened? A cracked fingernail. <laughs> you know, a cut on the ear. You're a professional athlete. He's got a, he's got a cut on his lip. Suck it up, buttercup. Is he a boxer? Basketball. He's he's got a pierced ear. Not 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 related to the game, mind you. He went out and got his ears pierced, but now he's got a pierced ear. His feelings are hurt. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he'll be so soft. maybe he'll be out for feelings being hurt. And, you uh, know, that's that's what I'm waiting a game for. for. That. No, I'm so, sorry. It's LeBron. Somebody sorry. looked at him. Sorry, funny. that's LeBron James. Sorry. But LeBron got what he wanted. He wanted AD. So you, you can't know, complain. You put yourself. So are the Lakers going to be able to win this series, or is Phoenix going to win when AD not playing tonight to take control and go three two? There's no way they win without AD. They have to. That's the only thing they have is those two. Ultimately, when it comes down to it, is those two. They have nice role players, but what else they really have that can keep up with the Suns? I I said it from the beginning. We made a playoff prediction. They said they're going to. Easily, they're going to definitely win the series. It may not be, you know, a sweep. I knew it wouldn't be. I knew it would be tough, but I said, I'm no question, 100%. I'm definitely taking the Suns and I'm sticking with it. I mean, it's a better, younger team. That's, I think that's what it comes down to is they have veteran leadership, but overall, it's a younger team by a considerable margin, I feel like. And you got Glass Joe and you got old man, old man LeBron. I mean, I'm yeah, not, I, I'm, not, I'm not trusting that. For the Lakers to win, LeBron's going to have to be some sort of special. And he has a way of doing that, but he has nobody with him. You know, He's, John, if you're available to get to Phoenix tonight, I mean, maybe you can play some quality minutes tonight. He's going to have to well, do what he did back in Cleveland. He's going well, to have you're to like turn six into Cleveland, five. LeBron. You're like 6'5", man. I think you could do it. I mean, you got some height, man. It's just a, it's just amazing to see how, you know it was the wrong guy to go after, but I don't think I think the Suns will end up winning in six or seven. Yeah, yeah. and you know what? To them, it wasn't the wrong guy to go after because they won a championship, so they're happy. Uh, I know they want to win more, but right at the end of the day, when you look back on it, did you win a championship? Did you ultimately meet the goal at one point? Yeah, yes. but for so, LeBron James, that's <clears> not good enough because you're not going to catch Jordan. That no, way. I know that, but that's I'm saying what he wants. as a franchise, it was, it was the right move. That's how they're going to look at it. When we look back at that Lakers championship, is that a real championship? Yeah. It's a Mickey Mouse championship. In a bubble where the schedule was changed and not all the teams were there. You didn't play the full schedule. He didn't have know. to travel. You didn't have to travel to other teams. State, you know what I mean. You didn't have to. You didn't have to deal with fans. You didn't have to deal with nothing. I still count I it. I mean, it's I mean, yeah, a, a championship. It a championship. On the books. No, it I know on the books, but is it a real championship? You know. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I mean, so I count Nick, it, but I, I get it. it count as a half a championship. So, Jake, what's going on with the Knicks? Why why are they having so much trouble in Atlanta and making me look bad here? Offense isn't uh, – well, really, Julius Randle decided what? he's not what? showing up. Can you, can you repeat that John, first John, sentence again? Your team got swept. Hold on. We're talking your about the Knicks. Your team got swept. We're at gonna, least my gonna, team won I a game. I just want you to repeat the first sentence I at least said. won a game. They have we're gonna no get, offense. We're going to get to his team in a second. Don't they worry. have no offense. I didn't say they have no offense. 
he said, said they Julius can't Randall. score. That's their problem. They have no I offense. said Julius Randle. Huh. What did I say last week? I said the Knicks' problem is they're just like the else? Bulls. And John, Tom Thibodeau, great defense, but they lack the firepower John, to keep up with teams in the playoffs. Didn't you also say that the Heat would advance and win the finals, and they couldn't look, even beat the Bucks, and they lost four straight? Look, they the did, heat. didn't they? We're oh, talking yeah. And now he's going to talk about injuries when he talks about the Heat. We're talking I Knicks. put money on it. We're currently on the Knicks. We're going to get no offense. We're going to get to the team that uh, – My concern – I'm just going into this series. I'm just making Knicks, sure it's well documented and known. You were expecting a championship and you won nothing. My concern with the Knicks is that they – going into this series – was that they could not score. Tom Thibodeau led team. I saw it when they when he had the Bulls. Fantastic defense. They had Derrick Rose, who they relied heavily on. They didn't have a whole lot of scoring outside of that. That they, they had to grind out games, play tough physical defense, and make timely shots. This is the same exact thing blueprint with the Knicks. Same exact thing. Who does he have? He has his guy Derrick Rose. Tom Thibodeau loves his defense, which is great. I, I give them credit. They've had a fantastic season, but they can't keep up in the playoffs unless they score, and that's their Achilles heel, and that's ultimately why they're going to be out. Hey, at least we won a game. I'll take a game. No, I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying this so, is what I said when, before I'm the just series busting started. You, John, you know that. So let's look back at this year as a Knicks fan, Jake, because you're a Knicks fan. Sure. I am. They weren't. They, 500 was a stretch for them. They weren't even supposed to I be agree. that good. I think I, the, yeah, that's a realistic the preseason projection was about 20, 25 wins. That's fair. If I'm correct. I believe so. How, I, I, that's fine. How do you feel getting the four seed and one win in the playoffs against the five seed Hawks? I'm happy, and there's one simple reason. It makes us a destination again. We made the playoffs. This team looks better than what it was. We have a chance to at least land a superstar. That's all I want because that's that's how you really start taking the next step. This year, I didn't expect much, so they exceeded my expectations and then some. They made New York a, a, a worthy destination to actually go where they actually have a chance at a legitimate superstar in free agency this year. They actually will be able to sign someone. Like People are not going to say, oh, let's just go to Brooklyn because they look good. The Knicks are actually a legitimate spot. They're like, yes, let's let's go there now. The Knicks have done what they needed to do because they knew they weren't winning. I knew they weren't winning they, a championship with the roster. They have to get firepower, man. They have to. Yeah, get offensive but they can do that now, and that's why I'm happy because I they knew don't they, have any. They don't have any offensive firepower. I, they, I I told you guys before the playoffs started. I said if they win the first round, that's all they do. I knew they were not. Yeah, getting of past, course they're not. Getting I, past the right, but so or whatever. I I knew that the expectation at that point after. They exceeded my original expectations before the season even started. Was nowhere past the first round if they get past the first round. But they, the truth is, a star player is going to say, "New York, they made the playoffs. They were a rising team. I want to be." They didn't there. just make the. They didn't just make the playoffs. They got the four seed. Right. Exactly. Right. But that's my right. point. But, they're, but aren't they're you a little disappointed? Aren't you a little disappointed? Like how hype everybody was for them, and then they've they've been nothing but flat this series. Yeah. Not really. It's been a completely different team than what you saw all regular season. I'm They've not been nothing but flat. I'm not disappointed because I didn't have high expectations in the playoffs as is. I thought maybe we'll get but past the first round. did you expect a competitive series at least? Yeah, but I mean, it hasn't been competitive. Over. 
I'm disappointed big time. They're down three one, so for they're me they're not gonna they're not gonna win the series. So if it was two two, I feel a lot better. Right, but if they if they win this next game tomorrow, but they haven't even they make it a competitive series. They haven't even been in this thing. Like three, the Hawks just three one making it three two. I don't see it as competitive. The Hawks no, have just been the better team. Hold on, but if they lose the series, if the series was two to two and they lose the series four to two, you might consider that competitive. If they lose the series four to two, but they were down three one, it's still the same result. You also have to look two. at the context of of I know, you know it's, still the the, it's the same results, but it's a different result. No, I know, but yeah. I'm saying I it's still would consider like, it somewhat uh, competitive. And the Knicks haven't given up no fight. They've the truth is their first two games were great. I mean, the first game was down to one shot. That's very competitive. The second game, the Knicks were great. They looked much better. And then the last few games, I mean, it wasn't great, but it hasn't been total. I mean, the last game was a bit of a blowout. But especially the last, game four, they were not Game even, three wasn't like, even. oh, my God, they looked terrible. They haven't looked amazing, I admit, but I think they've been relatively competitive, and I think Atlanta's just a better team. And I, I, you know, I, I, I believe that I thought, from the beginning. I thought the Knicks were a better team going into the series. Like overall, I thought they were a better team, mm. but I was concerned I, about the lack of offense. I, I kind of like the Knicks. I, I said I had the yeah. Knicks in five. That's to begin, and I, I mean, Atlanta showed up. Trey Young, you know, he's using this this platform to show how good he is. And well. and give Clint Capella guys like that a lot of credit because Clint Capella has played really well too. That was a really good addition that they added. I'm not counting the series out yet, just because the Knicks have been exactly that resilient all season. That's what they've been really known for and defying odds. I'm not saying it's likely they win, but I'm not going to say like it's impossible. And I, I give them a little credit, a little bit. Like they have a small, but still a chance. So let's switch gears now to the to the first round series that's over. John's Miami Seabiscuit. Yeah, one uh, sec. While you guys keep talking, I'm gonna uh, plug in my computer real quick. Because ah, uh, of course, he's, he's gonna go. Talking. He's gonna go away just as we're about to destroy the fact that his Heat lost in uh, four games. Didn't even yeah, win a game. Talk, let's talk about the Sea Biscuits. <clears throat> so they lost to a team and got swept by a team that's garbage in the playoffs. What does that mean to you, John? So the Heat, like I said uh, last time. I believe we talked about it last week when they had lost game one or two. I think it was game two. They had, they were losing. They, they were getting blown out, I think. Um, anyway, I said that they have not – they didn't bring it. Uh, game one they did, but even still like Butler and Adebayo and their, their energy and their body language, they look like they wanted to be there. They look like, you know – our season's already over. We don't really want to be here. We just want to go and golf or whatever. Like the team looked disinterested. Um, there was no, you know what I mean? Like, like I said last week, last year, there was this, there was this intensity. There was this, you know, dog They're They're going to grind out every game. And even if you beat us, you're going to earn every single possession. I got none of that this year. The team looked disinterested. They did not look, they did not look cohesive. Tyler Harrow was barely playing any minutes in in the playoffs, which you know he's a he's a good young player. He had a rough year. Of, you know he's only what 20, 21 years old. You can't give up on a guy that you know that fast just because he had a rough year. Um, you know he's barely you know he's barely an adult. Anyway, like it, it just it it wasn't the same team 
from the gritty team from last year. And I don't know why. I don't know why the team looked disinterested. I don't know why Jimmy and Bam were not playing like themselves. Like, And I'm not just saying like performance-wise. I'm saying like the energy that they normally give. Um, there was none of that from none of the My roster. Question, John, though, you lost to a team that doesn't win in the playoffs. How do you feel about that? Uh, I think that's more on the heat. They just did not show up. And like I said, I don't know why. I, I've been wondering about the re- that report that came out before the series about how Jimmy Butler and the coaching staff have had um, issues getting along. That And and everybody kind of swept whole, that aside. The whole What's thing, Coach? The whole thing, Head Coach? The coaching staff. They just said coaching staff. Uh, they didn't say who. The article didn't say mm-hmm. who. It just said coaching staff as a whole. Uh, Jimmy and them have had disagreements. So everybody kind of swept that aside and said, well, it's the playoffs, you know, it's Jimmy Butler. But now it's like with the team playing how they did, not showing up at all, not even game one, even losing in overtime, team didn't really show up. Um, you have to kind of wonder what was that all about with Butler and the coaching staff? Like, what is there? Why does that bring the entire team down? So I've been wondering that myself. Obviously, we won't know until, like, you know how these things work. Something, something leaks out during free agency, and, you know, I don't know. I, I've been wondering since the Heat basically lost game two that first quarter. That was when the series ended. Um, the team looked lifeless the entire series, and I don't know why. I would like to know why. I would like to know some context on why they just look like they didn't care. I'm, I, I wonder why myself. I only have one you, question, John. You said this was a team that would win a championship. They'd make it back to the finals. They lost in four games. To a team four, that doesn't win in the playoffs. John, they didn't, well, like even, just, they didn't I even win a game. Why. I explained I know, why. No, 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 that's not the question. But how could you make such a bold-faced prediction and then have them not even win a game? Because At I least my Knicks them- have won a game. I expected them to play hard like they did last year. Play that no matter what what happens. If we, we even if we get swept, every game is going to be a dog fight down in the last possession type of game. And I didn't get that in any game. I didn't see that from any energy of that. And that to me is why they didn't win any games. Is there was none of that. That there wasn't that resilient team. That yeah, we're a little less talented overall as a group, but our heart and soul. And our next man up mentality is going to help carry us, you know, in games. But did you really ever think they were going to win the series? They're yeah, going to win the yeah, I definitely did. I, I don't think the Bucks are flukes to me. I don't think they're a good team. Um, yeah, they had a Drew Holiday big deal, but they're going to get smashed right out of the playoffs. I mean, now come on, you go up I against hope- the Nets. They're going to go up against the Nets. They're going to win smashed. a championship just to prove John wrong, even though I don't believe they will. I would laugh so hard if they win a championship and prove John. Do you really think Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday? I'm not saying they will. I'm just saying it would be hilarious to watch them win and prove you wrong like that. Do you think Drew Holiday can handle Kyrie Irving? Or do you think Chris Middleton can handle James Harden? No. Do you think who was the guy that hit like seven threes in game two against us? I don't even remember his name. Does he think that guy's going to do it again against the Nets? That's not going to happen. They got Giannis. That's it. They'll shut down Giannis, and then the Bucks will get beat 4-1. to one. That's what will happen. 
they'll wow, be up, the, the, the Nets will be up three nothing, and hmm. they'll they'll get that gentlemanly win. Oh, they'll be like, all right, we'll hand you a game, and the Nets will get another home game for some money, and then they'll knock you out of the playoffs. Bucks, Bucks aren't a very good team. They're overrated. Overrated. Yeah, nice. overrated. So not, but JB, not as overrated as the Heat. I've been thinking about this. Do the Nets have an easier path to a championship right now than any team maybe ever? I mean, think about this. Lakers are about to get knocked out. That's going to be gone. Six, mm. Sixers, Joel Embiid's hurt with right knee soreness, so that team's probably going to end up botching it because of that. So that was one of your threats. You get the Bucks, who are overrated, so you don't got to worry about the Heat. So now you avoid the Heat. Sixers with Joel and avoid media. The heat. You don't got to worry about avoid the, the Heat anymore. who went winless in the playoffs. Who okay. do you got to worry about in the Heat? I just want to remind you about the that. Only, I, the, only thing that <clears throat> the only thing the Nets were worried about playing the Heat was James Harden was going to go party at South Beach and mess up the, the chemistry. Look, going the into the playoffs, the dark horse to beat the Nets was the Heat. No. That was going into the playoffs. So anyway, back to my story. I didn't think it and was. I don't go worry about the Sixers. Now you don't go worry about the Heat. Thank you, Mr. Them. Brewster. Finally, somebody that's... Lakers open. are going to get knocked out. Glass Joe is not even playing tonight. I agree Thank that the Brewster. Lakers will get knocked out. Lakers are but, about to go bye-bye. But and then, Bucks are not overrated. I don't know what Who are you going to play in the West? <clears throat> are you going to play Luka and the Mavs? Oh, it's just Luka. I'm sorry. There's nothing else there. Nope, they're not getting to the finals. Who are you going to play? The Clippers? No, they choke. Uh, Lakers? Nope, they'll be out. And then CP3, if the Suns get there, guess what? CP3 will end up getting hurt. He always does. What about the Jazz? The Jazz always choke, man. Have the Jazz ever won a championship? No. John. What, what about Dave time? Hold on. Hold on. Time out. John, the Bucks they always, always choke. Uh, excuse me. The Bucks always choke. They didn't this year, so apparently they don't well, always choke. they haven't choke. gotten anywhere. <clears throat> didn't they they got past the, the first round. They didn't they, get past the first round last year? That's yeah. not the point. The point is they to claim that they always choke. Would imply that they would have lost to the Heat again. Well, they lost in the second round last year, so it was in the second round this year. It doesn't matter. They beat the Heat. That was the point. They'll they'll fall. If you apart beat a same. team that was able to get your number last time, it's not. Congrats! Joking. You won your NBA Finals, Bucks. Your first since what the seventies or whatever. Good for you. That's your NBA Finals. Wow! That, right there. Look, Bruce didn't listen to this. my explanation on why. It doesn't matter what your explanation was. Yeah, because, my explanation no, is a good because, explanation. Because hold on. Because John, your explanation was after you had told us that the Bucks would lose to the Heat and then and they should have if the Heat showed up. Should have, could have, would have, but they didn't. Should have. Tom Brady should have beat the up. Giants and Tom Brady should have gone undefeated, but he didn't. History says well, otherwise. We'll find out so why. History says, season, ooh, what ooh, happened. I don't care what you have to say. What should have happened didn't. It's we'll too bad. We'll find out the offseason what happened between Butler and the coaches. I'll staff. tell you what happened. Butler couldn't do it all again. Last year was a fluke. What? It I wasn't mean, a fluke. Couldn't have said it better. I was literally saying it, it was wasn't a fluke. Listen, yes, what? John, it's We're just going to leave that up there for a few minutes. They beat the Bucks. The only game the Bucks won last year was when the Heat were up what three zero. Yeah, and then they John, beat the Celtics. Hold on, but John, let me let me pose it this way: They won and did very well last year. They got crushed this year. 
Those are oh, very team, contradictory. It is more likely. Oh, they also got on, rid of Jay more, Crowder. It, so it that was a big loss. The point is, it is more likely for one team to catch lightning in a bottle and go really far than for a great team to lose that badly like they did. That's my point. It is more. I think it's more likely that a team will catch lightning in a bottle one year, look amazing, and then the next year return to earth and you know see what they really are. Because I think this year is what we saw, what the Heat really were. And I think last year was just they were really great. They caught lightning in a bottle. So no are the bu- them. Bucks soft? Because why would you check out mentally unless you're soft? Bucks are soft. I'm not denying okay, the Bucks. There we go. Thank I'm not making an argument about the Bucks. Overrated Bucks. Not overrated. You can't be well, mentally overrated soft. and soft are two very different things. You can't be mentally soft. That's those are John. We're talking about overrated two. Overrated. We're, talk, we're talking about soft. apples and oranges now because overrated Look. is how good they seem to be compared <laughs> to other teams. Right when you rate someone, aren't the Bucks this good every year? Hold on. This right good? every year they are great. But it doesn't mean ah. they're good. Hold on. They're not overrated. Rated-wise, they're one of the top teams. That's fair to say. Their placement is one of the top. That's fair. They are not a good playoff team is also fair to say. They are mentally soft in the playoffs is also fair to say. But regular season, before the playoffs start, they're nowhere near overrated. They're I mean, a great team. When it comes Bruce to the playoffs, everybody knows. That bubble, though. Hold on. That's their when it fault. Comes, when it comes to the playoffs, everybody knows the Bucks aren't going anywhere. I think like, that's a very fair like, statement. But they're not overrated because we know like they're a Jamie great says, regular season team. You only play who's on your schedule. That's what that's the Heat fine. did. They played on who was their schedule. And it's not their fault that teams che- if teams checked out. Miami, that's their Miami problem. Your professionals don't check schedule. out. They're, they're home. They're home. This is true. Miami Miami had one really great season. That was what it was. They're going to get Kawhi next, you know, this offseason, and that's what's going to happen. Because that's what you need, a little soft guy playing for you. Exactly. (laughs) I'm just telling you what's going to happen. They're going to get Kawhi. It doesn't mean anything. They're still going to lose. Why would you want Kawhi? Why Kawhi? Why not? I mean, the guy who, you know, has been one of the best players in the league for years. Can't put Toronto on the map. Won him a championship single-handedly. Got a lucky shot. It was a fluke. It was a fluke. It was yeah. a fluke. They were. Shot they were again. Fluke. Another example. A team you can't that got take away hot. his title. He won. I, I, did I say take away his title? Did yeah. I say that? No. I said it was a fluke. Shot, he couldn't have done it again. Four times before. He's proven it. he can't do it again. Sixers. That was an yeah. all-time great hmm. shot. That was one of the best shots I've ever seen. Still lucky, but it was one of the best shots ever. Uh, I don't know. That's a historically great shot. That's a little bit of a stretch. The point was, if he was so great and he could bring a team to a championship so well, why hasn't he brought LA to a championship? He brought brought the Spurs and the and the Raptors. He wasn't the only one of the Spurs, though. He was the guy that. He was the reason that the Spurs beat us. But he had a good because, team around him. Because he single-handedly shut down LeBron James. He single-handedly shut down LeBron right. in that final. But he still had a good team around him. That's the point. But he was the reason. If it wasn't Ka- for Kawhi, LeBron would have done whatever he wanted. He was the only right, guy on that team that could stop John, You have to James. understand, that team was still very good. I understand he oh, shut yeah. down one guy, but he wasn't but the only guy doing one, everything. That's, 
But that's one big guy. It's LeBron James. If you shut down that's LeBron fine. James on any given team, that team's not winning a championship. You're missing the point, though. They still had Tim Duncan. I mean, that's, that's not oh. like stopping Chris Middleton. You know what John, I mean? Like that's John, that LeBron team still James. had Tim Duncan on it. They still had Tony Parker. They had... But those geez, guys were past their prime. It doesn't matter. But those players were still able to contribute and help win. I understand Kawhi shut down LeBron. Oh, yeah. But if, you, but if he shut down LeBron and the rest of the team sucked, they wouldn't have won. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, you know, wherever he's gone, yeah, he's won two, two titles with two different teams. Like, that's pretty impressive. And one team he truly carried. The Man. other team... He made a big difference, but had a great team still around Oh, he made him. a gigantic So my difference. point is, yeah. if he's so great at carrying teams, why hasn't he done it in L.A.? Because he's the got- Clippers. Clippers will never so, win with anybody. It's the Clippers, man. It's like the Browns. Matter. Shouldn't matter if he's such a great player. It, it, there's just some something about matter. teams like the Browns, teams like the Clippers. They'll never win. Just so, not why? happening. It's, some, so it's his good, aura. John. It's if his he's aura, so man. Good, that he should be able to carry any Red team. That, but they're not one of those teams. Yes, yeah, they, they were. were. No, 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 they no, no. The, the curse of the Bambino. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not, talking about curse. I'm not talking about curse. I'm just saying one of those teams that always find a way to screw it up. There's that sounds like being cursed. No, no I don't look at. I've never looked at the Red Sox. I've never looked at the Red Sox like that. I've Before always looked at the Browns. Everybody said Clippers. they are the team that's cursed and they can't do anything about it. Well, I have teams that I look at and I'm like, just like the Jets. Just Jets being the Jets. They're never going to win in my life. Browns, never going to win in my life. Clippers, never no. going to win in my life. The Jets suck because they don't add good players. It, the Browns have a matter, the, chance at winning a championship had, nowadays because they're actually a good team. The Jets so, had a great team for years. They went to a, what a couple when, conference championships. When in Rex our Ryan. lifetimes have they really with had a Rex great team? Ryan and Mark Sanchez. You remember that team? No, it wasn't a great defense. team. Yes, it was with Darrell Revis. You don't. You were too young. I, I don't think I don't that was I, a great team. I don't know if I would call that a great team. They were oh, a good yeah. team. Oh, they were fantastic. They were, no, they were. They they were went to a, that team should have went to a Super Bowl. They their quarterback wasn't good. Exactly. So they're not a great team. Wasn't. It doesn't matter about that. The Ravens were a historically Sean. great team in 2000. They didn't have a great quarterback. Didn't even no, have a good defensive one. Was, their defense was historically great, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Well, what do you mean maybe? That's one of the best defenses no, of all time. I'm, when I say maybe, I mean, <laughs> you can say like their defense was, but not the team. Right. Like, the, oh, the Ravens team was fantastic. Like the 2007 Patriots, a historically great team. Because both phases of the ball were great. They actually legitimately made some history. That's fine. The Giants are not wow. historically. That team was a great Love team. A I'm, not, I'm a Dolphins fan, and I hate Love the it. Jets. The but Giants in 2007 I love this guy. are love this not guy. a great team. They I'm made a, a historically fan, great And I'm giving run. Jets credit. So take your credit where you can get it. That was a great team. You it had wasn't. great players on defense. Should have. You should have. Should have gotten to a Super Bowl with that team no. at least once, but you're the Jets. It's not going to happen. John, Mark Sanchez is garbage. Well, you don't have to have a great quarterback necessarily. Look at the Ravens. The Ravens John, won a Super Bowl have, with Trent Dilfer. But, but I'm not going to say the Ravens were a great team either. I agree. That 2000 team? 
They won the Super Bowl. Their defense was incredible. And I've said it over and over again. A 2,000-yard rusher in Jamal Lewis and Jonathan Ogden, one of the best linemen in the history of the game. I am not going to call that a great team. Are you familiar with that team? Because if you're not, please go back and look at that team. Go watch NFL films right now. You need to get off of here. Go watch that team because that's one of the best teams in the history of the NFL. You're nuts. You're nuts. They they would have lost to... No. They beat your Giants. They literally stomped your Uh, Giants. Yeah, the Giants weren't... I don't think they they were very good that year. They they would have lost uh, half the Giants Super Bowl teams. No. I don't think so. They would have murdered Eli Manning in those no. Super Bowls. I they would have destroyed him. I was not talking, wasn't talking about, about Eli that. Manning Giants. I was talking We're talking about, about LT. What I think of, you know, you say your Super Bowls and you want you to with Eli. You said half. And I half, said half of them have one of the half. greatest defensive players of all time. <laughs> and there was no comparison. There was the 85 Bears and the 86 Giants, probably two of the best defenses in NFL history, back-to-back years. Yeah. I think you the know. Ravens are better. No, I think better. you're on crack. No, not even close. You don't think so? No, not even close. Go back and watch you, that season. I think you need to go to NFL films. I hate the Ravens. Play. Look, I hate the Ravens. I hate the Jets, but I give credit where credit's due. The Ravens are one of the best teams we've ever seen in, in NFL history. That 2000 team, historically great. I have to give them their due, man. And I hate the Baltimoreans. I hate them with the passion. But, you know, I give teams their credit, historically great teams. I just, you know, I gotta. Yeah, I'm a football I think their defense was one of the greatest of all time. Gosh, yeah. But the rest of the team, no. Nobody's beating that team. The rest of the team, no. Nobody's beating them. So the 86 Giants with Phil Sims go up against the 2000 Ravens. They would get stomped. I think Phil Sims would probably lose his leg. Wow. They would get stomped, boot stomped. Yep. Wow. They wouldn't even come close. Okay. Wouldn't even come close. It'd be a defensive oh. struggle, but ain't no offense for you guys happened in that game. No, I would rather no. Phil Sims over Trent Dilfer. Oh, yeah, but, you know, you got to stop. So there you go. You got to stop Jamal Lewis, who's a 2,000-yard rusher. John, How do you stop that? You have to stop Lawrence Taylor. Explain I mean, that. Run the ball with Jamal Lewis. But you weren't even born Lawrence yet, Taylor right? Taylor will take over okay, games. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You weren't born Doesn't when this matter. Super Bowl happened, were you? No, I was. Were you? I believe was, so. <laughs> when were you born? July of 2000. Okay, so you weren't born yet. And okay, just because so I don't, wasn't born doesn't Jake, mean anything. The conversation we're having, Jake wasn't even on the earth. So what were you, what were you <laughs> born, John? <laughs> What's your point? So were you even born yet? Because we're talking about during the Super Bowl, shows. the the Ravens Super Bowl. Yeah, I was ten years old. So you weren't alive to see Lawrence Taylor then. So you can't talk about Season. him either. I don't remember him, but I was alive when he, you know, when he was playing some of his years. So exactly the point. You can't, based on your logic, you can't talk either. I'm just saying, Ravens wise, John, I have this lovely thing called Google. And YouTube, which if you didn't realize, we happen to actually use for our show. <laughs> you know, I wasn't sure if you know that by now, but we do. We have a show we're, on YouTube. We're on uh, YouTube? Oh, yeah. I had no idea. Time. So, you know, there's that. And that's where you can call it, find these things called NFL highlights. So even if you weren't around to see it live, you can go back and watch it. 
which is what I do. They made Mark Burnell look like a mediocre quarterback. They absolutely destroyed that man. They broke that man's soul. And Mark that's, Burnell was a really good quarterback in this league, but they made that man. That's what great. I remember that season. Do, they though. made him look like a mediocre quarterback. And I liked Mark Burnell. You know that Jaguars team had a lot of really good years, but let's see. I remember that season. They made Mark Burnell look look soft. That's and that's funny. not a guy that I would say is soft. But John, my point was their offense was not good, which makes my case for a not so great, like not the greatest team, but one of the greatest teams of all time because well, Trent Dilfer didn't even start a, all the should games. Put up a poll. You should put up a poll. And John, do you know how many games the- do you know how many games Trent Dilfer started though? Oh, I know Trent Dilfer was historically bad. He started not, eight games, dude. That's, that's what it. makes that team even better is that they won <clears> despite having that guy as their quarterback. That's my point. Off. He was not good. He's terrible. Right. He's so terrible. you can't so my point is you can't try and argue that it's one of the greatest teams of all time when the quarterback, which is arguably the most important position on a football team, was basically a piece of garbage. <laughs> he was. Exactly. <laughs> So that's my point. It was a great defense, but <laughs> he was just great there. teams need like great quarterbacks are what help there. make great teams. Why was Tom Brady's pa- led Patriots so great? Defenses were really good at times uh, on certain he years. Of course, had a, he always had a great defense. Oh, exactly. Yeah. But Tom Brady is also yeah. one of, if not the not greatest quarterback of all time. Right. Not right. Why right. are the Colts? Why was their championship such a great team? Again, I, I same they example. Beat Rex Grossman. A strong defense they beat Rex and a good quarterback. Another great quarterback, though. Yeah, uh, they go beat down Rex the list of, What's your point? Yeah, uh, he's one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen. Oh, but Trent Dilfer was on the 2000s Ravens, <laughs> and, he won a and he's Super one of the Bowl. worst quarterbacks of all time. But that's one of the greatest Bowl. teams of all time, apparently. He won a Super Bowl, man. The Bears lost that Super Bowl to the Colts. We're talking about Peyton Manning winning. Peyton Manning's Super Bowls consisted of. His defense carried him against the Panthers because yes. he did nothing. He was a yes, shell of his abs- former self. Absolutely. And his other Super Bowl he won, he had Rex Grossman he had to face. What happened in the other two Super Bowls when he faced great quarterbacks? He got this his butt kicked. Exactly my point. The defense the won a Super Bowl. And by the Saints. The defense has won a Super Bowl. That was my point the entire time. I'm just saying. Peyton Manning won two Super Bowls, and you know, I I know he didn't earn either of them. And the time he faced great quarterbacks in Super Bowls, he got his butt kicked. Yeah, but time. you could say that for a lot of players. I'm just we're talking Peyton Manning. We're talking. I about know, but you're trying to make the argument that he didn't earn a, uh, a no, title. He didn't. A lot he of players don't earn a title. A lot of defenses took over games and just made it so the offense had to do uh, a certain feel- amount. I feel like we, we're way off topic. We are. Hey, I'm just uh, talking some football, man. Just talking some, you know, some history. Well, because because yeah, it's nice to talk Because once again, the heat got swept. That was the point of this whole conversation. Yes, the heat got swept. In case you forgot, yeah. John. So we're so there's more playoffs. There's still the Mavericks and the Clippers happening. Exactly. We're still. We'll get there. So, the Grizzlies. So the, Wizards, the Wizards, you know, they, they went to a new tactic that we haven't seen in a while, the, the Hack-A-Shack, which is now called hack a And, you know, Doc Rivers was going, was, you know, behind this guy, Ben Simmons. 
can't take him out. He's a great defender, but how bad does it hurt you when a guy can't hit free throws at the end of a game? Ask Shaq. That's, I mean, that's arguably the most important part of the game at times. They used to right? bench Shaq in, at the end of games just so that wouldn't happen. I, I remember that. But that's arguably one of the most important things are those free throws down the stretch because those can extend your lead by a couple yeah. of points that make the difference between winning and losing at that point. Those are backbreakers when your guys Absolutely. missing two free throws. You could, if you're up by two and you hit two free throws, now you're up by four. Oh, yeah, now you're now you're looking at a, yep. a two possession game at that point. Yep. It's huge. That's dagger. Yep. It's, it's a whole new game. But then if yeah, you're Shaq, you miss both, then it's like, all right, you give the other team life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's, it's just crazy to think that, you know, Ben Simmons can't shoot to save his life. Well, you can't have that against, like, if they go up against the Nets, for example, eventually. Like, if that happens, you can't have that late in games against the Nets. You can't give them extra opportunities to come back if you're beating them at the end of a game by two. And I Simmons agree. misses both. You cannot do that against a team like the Nets. Can I you? completely agree. So they have to fix that somehow. It's a problem. The Nets are up 10 or 9 with about 8 minutes left, so they yeah. should close out that series. Yep. yep. Denver's up 18. Series tied at 2 with Portland. <sighs> you know, Denver, a team that don't, you know, everyone after the injuries figured never had a shot to, to do anything. They could probably end up winning the first round. Does, uh, does it feel like this first round's kind of like dragging on, like a little bit? Like, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? It kind of feels like it's starting to drag on a little bit. It's like, man, like, it feels well, like it's running around by now. A couple of years ago, we were already in the NBA Finals. Really? At this time. Yeah. Yeah. This the was, NBA Finals is June. It was like a couple of years ago. Oh, I, I guess like, it is June. I guess yeah, it is. Yeah. It was like three years ago, I think, when J.R. Smith had the infamous uh, <laughs> wrong way with the ball and LeBron screaming at him. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Right. But that was like three years ago already. <laughs> and it's not about how long ago it was, but like that's very recent. We were already in in you know that that stage of the game. Jeez. Now we're gonna be playing until like July at this rate, which Gosh. is late. Because July first is always when free agency starts for yeah. the, uh, the NBA because July things are 4th, over by then. Absolutely. July fourth, all these fireworks happen in the NBA and you know, obviously yes. Of course. For July 4th, but the NBA always has like this big show with all their free agency. So this is kind of weird how everything is kind of jumbled up. It's late. And, yeah, it's weird. I, I don't like that the first I mean, like I know the dragging. season started late, but it's just it, I mean, the things first, are dragging the, too. This is the way the NBA does the first round though, yeah. though because uh, they want to put as much game, as many games on TV as possible. You know, it's part of yeah. like the perk for making the playoffs. Turner, I mean, teams are playing like two, three days apart. Maybe the playing yeah. games kind of made this feel longer than it is. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's the, the case. Season, and the season also started around Christmas, so yeah, that also. But it's also, I mean, you're having teams play like multiple days apart. That's it's like ridiculous. True, true. I mean, you look at here's just in round one. I'm just going back to the Heat because they were the first game. That's, yeah. They Typically play on Saturday, day, yeah. May 22nd. They didn't play again until the 24th. All right, that's two days. Fine. But then after the 24th, I don't think they played for the – yeah, they played till the 27th. They waited three days. Yeah. yeah I, I don't understand like they're I traveling. Like I understand they're traveling, but still, you, you play every other day. You take the next day to travel, and then the next day is the game. That's how it should be. 
And that, I mean, and I know it sounds stupid, but that shortens it considerably when you do that. that it is, but they want to get all these, many of these games on TV as possible, which is where I know. a day like yesterday, the weekend where you could play three games. Absolutely. And have back-to-back, or even four games, like they do yeah. on Christmas. They have four games on TV. I don't understand why in the playoffs we can't play half the schedule, you know. Absolutely. They just they don't want to do that. They want to spread it out. They want to take as long as they can. You know, and it just drags. The first round is horrible in the NBA. Yeah. Especially because these teams that have no chance of winning are just extending how long they physically are able to be in the playoffs still. And I put quotes around that because they're in the playoffs, yeah, but they're not really anywhere like, you know, they're not going to go anywhere. It doesn't mean anything. And then, you know, what's going on with the the Clippers-Mavs series? Anyone have a feel for that? I have no feel for this series. I thought the the Mavs were running away with it and then the Clippers would come back and it's like, I don't know who's the better team. I don't know. I'm, I'm very – my problem is the Mavs are basically just Luka right now. And it doesn't have to be just Luka, but he's making it. It's just him, and that's fine. Yeah. Like that's, he's taking over, and I'm loving every second of it. It is very fun to watch. And then the Clippers are just I, – I don't know where they are because in some games they are looking great, and other games they look like they just decided we're not showing up. Like game four – they kill the Mavs, 106 to 81. I mean, absolutely crush them. You think, okay, they look great now. Game two, they lose 127 to 121. Well, where the heck is that team that just, you know, destroyed them? What was that, right? It's Or game one, they lose by 10. Well, where was that team that just crushed the Mavs? What happened? Yeah, I don't know. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm lost. Strange. I, don't, I don't get it at all. I mean, I, I think that the Clippers should be the better team, and they should win the they series. They are but... the better team. You know, and it's not nothing against the Mavs. They just don't no. have the firepower the Clippers have. Exactly. I mean, it's the same thing we say about most teams. It's usually one team is just that much better. Yeah. So, I don't know. But the, the Clippers decided maybe not to show up for the beginning of the series. Who knows? I don't well, know. I think I'm good with basketball for now. I think I hit all the teams. Anybody else want to bring up anything else? Yeah. No, I wanted to talk about that. Uh, I know we talked about like the fans doing dumb things. Did anybody see that fight at the uh, Astros-Dodgers game in Houston? No. It was one of the dumbest fights I've ever seen. So this guy, this uh, Dodgers fan was, and this Astros fan got into it. The Dodgers fan started beating the crap out of the Astros guy. Now, now keep in mind, the guy that was beating the crap out of the other guy his daughter was sitting right there bawling right behind him. Lovely. It's a good lesson to teach your kid. She's like three. She's crying. Also, the, the Dodgers fan that's beating up the Ashers fan, that Dodgers fan's wife was beating, trying to beat up the guy too. Oh, and she's pregnant. Oh, and good. In addition to that, while, while their th- like, little three-year-old daughter is sitting there bawling her eyes out, and they don't care. They just want to beat up this guy. He's an Astros fan. And some lady is like pulling the kid away, some random lady, because she feels terrible for this little kid. And it's like, it was one of the worst fight, like fan fights at games. It's just stupid. It's like, you have a little kid there, and, and the mom is pregnant, and her and the husband are trying to beat up some guy at a game, at a baseball game, especially yeah. 
we're in a pandemic and just grow up. Games back, you just got to go back to games, and this is how you act. I'm convinced they're going to stop letting fans in at this rate. They don't the deserve it, man. They I don't know. deserve it. Like, I don't disagree. It's much like when you're in school or when you have a sibling or whatever. Like, you know, one person does something wrong, it's like you ruin it for the rest of us. You're not wrong. And fans are dumb, man. I, it just that was something I wanted to make sure I got off my chest because that was just sickening, man. It's it's ridiculous. Yep. But and at right. least these fan fights need to stop at games, by the way. These fan fights just because you're a different team, they need to stop. Just stop. You're an adult. You know, <clears throat> you're, we're, you're not in middle school anymore. Just stop. I agree. Okay. But whatever. That's, that's it for me. So we got a little NHL, and then I think that's it. So just first of all, some recaps of the first round because the first round is officially over. Some surprises, some not so surprises. First off, JB, I know you liked this. Islanders won the series four to two against the Penguins. They look good. They look good. They uh, they impressed me. I, I give them credit. They were they came out and played better than I anticipated. I figured they wouldn't uh, be able to match up with the Pens, and the Pens are now in an odd situation because. Malkin and Crosby are both not uh, young guys anymore. They're both they're thirty two and thirty three each, I think. So they're they're not young anymore. So it's kind of this awkward position of what do we do? But we'll see with that. Um, so that was that. Caps Bruins. I think we talked about it last week, but Bruins just beat up on the Caps, which I was surprised. I thought the Caps would at least That's give. Great. A, I thought they'd give a, a fight at least. I mean, I thought so too. But I I figured they were the better team overall, but I mean. They won game one, and then Bruins just decided, eh, we're done with you, and they won four straight. So four to one. John, I know you're very happy about this. Nashville and uh, it was a Carolina. Heck of a series. It was a very good series. Yeah. It was better than I expected. But Carolina won six, uh, six to two. four to two. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. They look good. I told you yeah. they'd be good. But now they play Tampa. I'll talk about that in a minute. But Tampa, Also, if you, guys, if you guys haven't gotten a chance to check out Speaking of Nashville, I interviewed the play-by-play yes. announcer yes. for the Nashville Predators, Pete Weber. Used to cover it's on our his, YouTube. Yeah, it's on our YouTube. He still awesome. covers the Buffalo Bills. Covered the Buffalo Sabers, the LA Kings. Guy's awesome, man. Like yeah. that was really it was, cool. It was a great interview, yeah. and I, yeah, I really was jealous. Fun. I wish I could have been there, but <laughs> hopefully, we will be interviewing him uh, again for the show. So, yeah. fingers crossed on that that we'll get to talk to him again. Um, anyway, so back to series. Panthers, Lightning. Lightning did exactly what I expected, which was beat the Panthers four to two. I didn't think I didn't know how good the series was going to be. I said six or seven games, I think I said originally. So it was right about what I expected, but the Lightning took care of business. The Avalanche, I know I mentioned last week, they just crushed the blues. It wasn't even close. My favorite series of round one by far, Golden Knights in the Wild was awesome. Great yeah. series. Both teams put up a great fight. But Vegas won Game Seven on Friday, six to two, took the series four to three, and now they are into the second round against Colorado, which should be a good series. But we'll see. So far, not looking so good. And then this series, I think, was one of the one. These next two series, are the ones that made me the most upset: the Maple Leafs and the Canadiens. Maple Leafs are up three to one in the series. Bye bye, Maple Leafs. And they do the most Maple Leaf thing. And they lose three straight to lose a series four to three to the Canadians. They're another one of those teams. Maple Leafs are another one of those teams, just like the Browns and Clippers. 
That I never went in my life. I mean, that was terrible. And then, arguably just as bad, if not worse, Edmonton loses <laughs> four straight to the Jets. And mind you, it. in one of those games, they <sighs> held a, I believe, a, a three-goal lead. <laughs> I love it. I hate teams sometimes. I really do. I, I love these Canadian teams that are high-powered, high-ranked, and they blow it. I just love it. Kills me. So second round started, though, this week. So Islanders, Bruins currently tied 1-1. to Game three is this Thursday, June 3rd, in New York. And New York has been rocking. Oh, it's, uh, look, I may not like them. You guys, it's well documented. I'm not a fan. But, boy. Islanders fans have come out and just rocked it. It was awesome to hear them. As much as I don't like them, it was you couldn't hear yourself if you were at the game. I'm sure it was, but it, it was. It's a very good series so far. John, you're not going to like this, but this is just the way it is. Hurricane and Lightning, two to one in the series. Currently, from the first game, uh, Lightning won that game. Lightning lead one nothing and are currently winning two to nothing in game. Two, we are in the third period. Game is almost over. So it looks like the Lightning might be taking a 2-0 lead. And I told you, John, I know the Canes are good, but I think the Lightning are just – they're more experienced. That's all it is. And I'm saying this now. If you give me the Canes in two years, I think they're a contender. I think right now they're really good. They just need a little bit more experience in the playoffs. And this is, this is them taking their licks. I think that's all this is. There's nothing against them. I think they're a great team. It's just you got to learn to take your licks a little bit. That's all. I'm sure you agree. Hurts my writing prospects. I like the Canes to be around as long as I can. Helps my writing prospect. Well, there's a lot to look forward to with this team. Trust me. Avalanche, Golden Knights of the next series. The Avs lead one nothing. I don't know if you guys caught any of the one. Close. Seven. Excuse me. Seven to one, Colorado. Nice. And Reeves Reeves should be suspended for the series, I believe. I think he should just be kicked out of that series. Uh, I want to say, say it was a seven-game suspension. He should. He's a dirty player. Hold on. Let me let me look up his suspension real quick. Because I don't uh, – Seeing what he did against the Wild, uh, then seeing what he did no, his against was, Avalanche. His, his was a two-game. I, I mean, no, in my opinion, should be, seven games. should be a series. I, I mean, don't disagree, a, but – what, what he did against the Wild and then what he did against Avalanche. Get, the thing is, though, I'm here. of the belief in the playoffs, you got to let things go a little bit. Well, but, I mean, but what he did extent. against the Avalanche no, was pretty dirty. It's pretty To bush. a safe extent. I, yeah. say, I say that because you can't let everything go. That was Tom then, Wilson-esque. What he did. I don't disagree. I was yeah. well, who's dirtier, Tom Wilson or him? Tom, Tom Wilson. Wilson. Wilson's, Wilson's one of the worst. This Reeves worst. guy, man, he's trying to make his yeah. mark as a dirty player. My goodness. He's went to the Tom Wilson School of Dirty Players. There you go. <laughs> is that down? Is that uh, is that full like down near Full Sail University? Everybody, you know, sure. Goes there. Right next, there's actually classes at Georgetown University. <laughs> I shouldn't do that to Georgetown. It's a Catholic university. They make it bad. <laughs> uh, and last last series, Jets Canadians starts tomorrow night. Uh, I don't even care about that series. It's gonna be, they're gonna get, up right now. They're going to get knocked out of the playoffs. Whoever wins that series by it doesn't matter. Avalanche yeah. or, or Knights, like they'll get wiped it away. So doesn't, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But yeah. for whoever wins, it's nice, I guess. The Avalanche man, just 
don't know who's stopping them. They look insane. I'm hoping the Golden Knights pull something out for game two because they, they are a great team. They're an awesome team. It's hard Maybe. to come back from losing seven to one, man. Oof. That's ah, one that's game, a, Josh. Eh, but that's a that's a that's demoralizing. Well, I'll say this: game. the Avalanche might want to save their goals next time because like, you know I feel like this happens all the time. They go all in on one game, not them, just like teams in general. They in go, general, yeah, yeah, they go crazy high it's school baseball one, all the time. And then the next game, they can't score. The next coming like game, beat forty nine to seven in football. Like yeah. that's what I see it as. Like, yeah, it, it, seven was, it was it was rough, but you yeah. never know. Game two, it's it's a whole new it's a whole new game at that point. It's yeah, you never know. It's one of those things in hockey. You can bounce it's, back. It's momentum, and it could take a turn like that tomorrow. And so that's tomorrow night that game. Yep. Last thing I want to talk about: Vezina Trophy winners, or rather finalists, have been announced. Three finalists were Golden Knights goalie Mark Andre Fleury. Philip Grubauer, goalie for none other than the Colorado Avalanche, happens to be two Vezina finalists against each other, which is uh, that's cool. And then Andre Vasilevsky of the Lightning, all three are great goalies. No, that's, I mean, that's fantastic, even though Ned had a better save percentage, better goals against average, but that's okay. That's all right. Uh-huh. And his team won the division over the Lightning, but that's okay. You put him in the as one of the finalists, even though Ned had all the stats were better than him and won the division over Wyshlevsky or whatever. John, the, hell you only, call him. the only that's okay. reason you put him over him. I'll tell that's you why fine. they didn't add him. I'm telling you, he only played 23 games. These other guys played nearly 30 apiece. All right. So nearly 40, nearly 40 apiece. No. And that's the truth. They're going to choose the guys a with bigger names, but B guys that played a bigger sample. Size. Hey, you don't choose the guy with a 1.9 goals against average. Don't choose that. Yeah. And what a nine thirty-two save percentage, John. All three of all three of them have, or two of them rather, have a one nine one nine eight or lower. Okay, well, Ned has a better save or goes against average than that, so one point nine. Yeah, but also played. He also played like half the games that some of them played. That's why. Well, he's a rookie. I know that's another reason he's not in it. Yeah, no, Andre well, Vasilevsky be. played 42 games. Ned played 23. Yeah, that's a big difference. Sample size makes yeah. a difference to these people. Still, numbers are numbers, man. Yeah, right. 23 is cool. opposed to 40. Exactly. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know there was a, a minimum number of games. No, there's not. But would you rather okay. take a guy with a 36 plus game sample size or 23 game sample size? I'd take the guy with the better numbers. I'd rather take the guy with more proven because he's played 10 plus extra games. So it's hard to judge. Yeah. Those, those 10 games. If he lets up enough goals, then his numbers fall out of grace. Saying numbers don't lie. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Games played. Games played. Anyway, I want to oh, get, okay. I want to get, I'm going to give you some stats. I'm not going to tell you who's associated with what. I'm just going to tell you games played goals against average save percentage. And I want you to tell me player A, B or C, based on just pure stats, who you think deserves the Vezina this year. Player A, 36 games played, a goals against average of 1.98, a save percentage of 928, very respectable. The player number two, or player B, 40 games played, goals against average of 195, but a save percentage of only 
922. I say only because compared to the other players, yeah. not as not as good. It's still very good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Player three, 42 games played, goals against average is a considerable amount higher than the other two at 2.21, but a save percentage is middle of the pack at 925. Yeah, well, I'm not choosing that guy. If you so, give me a guy has 221 goals against average, but it's know, not or a guy but compared like to the other two. I'm choosing the guy as 195. So who so who are you picking, John? A, B, or C? Uh, the first guy. First guy. So you're yeah. picking 198 goals against and a 928 save percentage yeah. in 36 games played. JB, yeah. who are you taking? What was the third guy stats one more time? I'll I'll re I'll go down the list again real quick. Player one 36 games, 198 goals against average, and a 928 save percentage, so under two goals a game. Player number two, 40 games played with a 95 goals against average, also below two goals a game, and a 922 save percentage. And player three, 42 games, so he played more, above a two goals per game average, 2.21. 221, yep. yep, and a 925 save percentage. I know, they're all very good goalies. Don't get me wrong. All of them are more than deserving of this trophy. So the 925 was the highest save percentage, right? 928. Yeah, I'm going to go with the 925 because he, he faced more shots to give up more goals. That's fair. I'm personally going with, with John on this one, player number one. Just so we so we know who you picked, though, JB, it's a good pick. Don't get me wrong. You picked Andre Vasilevsky, a great pick. Don't get me wrong. I like it. 42 games, though. So, again, sample size makes a difference. More games, goals against average goes up. But the reason I would have gone with player number one, here's yeah. what's important. His stats are what are most important to me, and they're the most even and consistent. He has the second best goals against average right in the middle and the highest save percentage. So for me, compared to all three, he had the best stats. That was Marc-Andre Fleury, who, if he were to win the Vesna, would be getting his first of all time. And he is very deserving, I think. Philip Grubauer happens to be the guy we nobody picked. 195 goals against average, but a 922 save percentage. By the way, Ned has better stats than all three of those guys. Except for games played. I'm just saying. He has better stats than all them guys. Except for games played. That's the only thing he's missing. Saying, you know. We're just saying. We're just saying. Better stats. He has better stats than all of them. No, he doesn't, though. Yeah. He doesn't. The less games. It's less games, so the sample size is different, which is why I said even for Vasilevsky, who played he 42 games. He even has games, a higher save percentage. Yes, but you're going to have a higher save percentage on less shots. If yeah. I face 100 shots, you pay, you face 40 shots, you're going to have a better chance at having a higher percentage. Well, because for, if you're good against those 40 shots. being a finalist, if there's not a minimum, if like a minimum is 20 games or something, minimum's half the season, then what's the problem? You know what I mean? Like, what's the problem? If Unless there's a minimum that says, got to play at least 30 games, then that shouldn't matter. Him being a rookie shouldn't matter. I don't think him being a rookie has anything to do with it. I think it's just the lack of games is, is a little bit of a problem for him. Then they should put a minimum qualifier on there. There might Otherwise, be. I don't know. Put him on there. There very well could be. I don't know that there is. I I I admit I I don't know, yeah, yeah. but I, I don't know. It's cool. Uh, I don't see That's anything. That's all I got for you know getting snubbed for. Oh, ah, here we go. 
is given to the goaltender who plays a minimum of 25 games for the team, allows the fewest goals, serves the function of the old Vezina. So he didn't play enough games. That's typically 25 in a regular 82 games. It doesn't matter. What's the qualification in a shortened season? It doesn't matter. The rule states 25 minimum games. Right. That's in an 82-game season. So you have to put the same percentage – as however many games this was, 56? Is it 56? It doesn't matter. Well, you have to put the same, the whatever the number. The that's like, John, that's like talking about the no-hitter. Well, if it's seven innings, it's all he could play. He can't do anything more about it. Then that's a no-hitter. Same argument. There no. are rules. No, your argument for that was well, the rule states nine well, I'm innings saying, no matter No, you said that the rule states 25. nine innings no matter what. This rule states... 25 games right. minimum, no matter to, what. For a shortened season, they would have to make adjust it. What about, okay. it I could say the same thing about sense. a shortened game then. Look, no hitter ah, doesn't count. You already I know how them, I feel see? about you already know how I feel about no hitters. I don't need to explain myself. I know, but it's know the same thing. If they're not adjusting for a shortened game, you're not gonna adjust for a shortened season. It's the same thing. He didn't meet the minimum requirement. These other goalies had absolutely no problem. They all met it by at least ten games. He didn't. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, see if I can figure out what the qualification is in the NHL with the short season because there's got to be an adjust. There has no. To there's be. probably not because the truth is, 56 games for a goalie to play half the games is bad. Goalies play more than half their games a season, so for a goalie to be up for the Vezina should be able to play. Half of the games for this. The reason he didn't play over half the games is because they had three goaltenders that they okay. liked and they would rotate throughout the season. Okay, well there you go. That's why they too did bad. That. Too bad. Yeah, well he got snubbed. He's the best goalie in the league. Nope. Just saying. You must play in at least half your team's games. So there you go. That's not half. Twenty-five is not. Twenty-five half. would not be half. Twenty-five. Well, would be no that's another that. rule that apparently is in here. I don't know. 25 wouldn't be half in the name. Oh, this is from 2015. Season. I take that back. No, that's 25. That's 2015. That's forever ago. That's just wrong. Yeah. The point is, they said he's, there's a minimum of games. If he didn't make it, too bad. I just think that there should be a scale, but. Well. It's just me. Hey, I don't know what to tell you, John. Rules yep. are rules, buddy. You but know I'm all about write that. write an angry letter. About that, you do that. <laughs> Anything else, guys? That's all I got. How about, how about some baseball, guys? We've neglected that. Uh, uh, well, know. John, you're our baseball dude, so uh, I don't know. You slip it, John. really has Here's your been... chance to give it. Here's your chance to give it back to us. I mean, the Yankees are one I, and six over the last seven. I yeah, said really. what I wanted to say about baseball. Baseball's been kind of. There's not really been a whole lot of uh, excitement in baseball for my money lately. I just don't feel like baseball's really uh, moved the meter lately. Tatis with 16 homers. I love Tatis, but I don't feel like baseball as a whole has really moved the meter lately. I feel like it needs to step up its game. The Yankees 1-6 getting swept by Detroit. Over the well, weekend. that's the Yankees. That's the Yankees problem, man. Like I already know the Yankees have a lot of issues. I told you that weeks ago. They have a lot of issues going into the season, and 
they're not a great team. They have a lot of firepower whenever it comes to their lineup. They have a lot of home run hitters, but they have a lot of holes in that team that they did not address. They spent a lot of money on Garrett Cole, which, you know, and then they're not really spending as much money in other places, and they should address the starting rotation better. But The rotation wasn't the problem. It no, was... I know. I'm just saying, like, in general, the rotation isn't, isn't the strongest, aside from Cole. I mean, sure. It's not the strongest. I got two updates real quick. I don't mean to switch topics. Celtics lost to the Nets, so Nets win in four. Or excuse me, in five. They just won yeah. 123 to 109, and uh, your Hurricanes lost, John. I figured that. That's yeah, all just, right. Just updates on scores because we're we'll go, still we'll live. Go away so from the home crowd, then we won't be as amped up, and then we'll be able to embrace being on the road. Backs against wall type of thing. Not going to happen. Games, but sure. And we get game five at home. We'll win that. Getting back just, to MLB. So. They'll win game just six like, and we'll go to just, game seven. Just like the Heat, we're going to win. And then they lost four straight. Okay. Well, my team was well, the best that's... team in the division this year. So, so that doesn't mean anything. 16 home runs aren't moving the meter for you. No, it's just one guy. The season as a whole right. hasn't. The NL West with three really good teams is a doing it for you. The Cubs who are playing like their eight team right now. I don't with think Patrick that the, Wisdom, I don't who believe in the Cubs. Twenty eighteen has hit four like three days. I don't believe you in know? the Cubs. I mean, these these are stories that are out there, John. No, I I don't like David Ross. I don't like him as a coach. I, don't I never like David did. Ross either, I don't think no, the they, Cubs. They, none of this moves the meter there. for John. Doesn't move the meter. Baseball is. We need to be talking about that, John. We need to be talking MLB. Baseball needs to step up its game. You know what it is? I think that the Orioles are on a 13 game losing streak. So why talk baseball? No, I love baseball, but baseball needs to step up its game as a whole. It it hasn't moved the meter right now. Apparently, John's meter is very hard to move. Whenever it comes to baseball, I love baseball, but. You know, football takes a cake, and then baseball has to do a lot, and they're stuck in their ways, man. Stuck in their ways. They're, they're stuck in their ways. They're adding a guy at second base and extra inning. No, I don't like that. I do we not like know you three don't. Batter minimum, the three-batter minimum, the seven-inning double-headers. Baseball is far from You need to get rid of the shift is what you need to do. Then you'll make me happy. Get rid of the shift. Then you'll make me happy. That shift needs to go. Okay, John. Wow. You should not be able to shift. This is not softball. Get back on your side of the field. Till you do that, I'll be an unhappy man with you, baseball. Okay. Wow. Yep. Anything Get rid else? of the shift. It'll Anything fix, else it'll John fix these hitting woes that everybody's complaining about. What's going on with Yankees, Jake? Everything. They're batting decided uh, to go to go to sleep. To, to get swept by Detroit, though, I mean, that's that, a yeah, they, yeah. That was all batting for me, though. That, all, you can't all that. do that. You can't get swept by Detroit. I love it. I don't I disagree. Love it. I embrace I mean, I, it. You getting swept? I embrace it. <laughs> wow. I mean, I could deal with the losing to Tampa yesterday. That's fine. Tampa's one point what fifteen out of sixteen. Yeah. You guys will get hot over the summer. And and we're in extra fun. innings right now, so hopefully we can yeah, pull top this of the ten. Let's throw, let's throw runners on base. Everyone get a runner. 
This is like Little League. It's Everybody like gets a try. You get a runner. You get a runner. You get a runner. I hate that I, rule so much. What I think they should do is they should start at second in the 10th. In the 11th, we should start a third. In the 12th, you should randomly draw how many runs you get, just in case. <laughs> Maybe, you know. deck of cards. Maybe they could be like Javi Baez and just run back to home. And if you make it back to home and then back to second, whenever you make it all the way around from second Did to third to home, you get extra runs. That was awesome. It was that awesome was but pathetic all at once. The strangest play I've ever seen in my life was there was two outs. If, yes. there, was, if there wasn't two outs, I'd understand it. But there was two so, outs. What? What was wrong with that? What was so wrong did with he that? touch home when he went back from first and said touch him first? Did he touch home? Here, I got somebody to play. Said I'll, he I'll touched... play it for us real quick. Hold on. I got no, to uh, somebody said he touched home plate. I don't believe so. Because if he touched home plate, he should be out. I don't know. Well, here, let's watch it real quick. Hold on. I got it. We don't own rights to this, by the way. We don't own rights to this. No. This, is, this is MLB. They own that. YouTube. It's YouTube, exactly. So here's the play. He doesn't doesn't decide to just go step on first, which was the logical play. He didn't touch the plate. It also wouldn't have been a force out. Why not? Because there was only a runner on second, I believe, at the time. Yeah, but if two outs, they touch first. It's a force out at first. Oh, well, he didn't, didn't touch. touch. I'm talking about home plate. He didn't he touch didn't, first. Yeah. yeah, he didn't touch first. I don't know why. No, I'm saying he didn't touch Baez. Did he come back and touch the plate? I was questioning. That's what I was did. asking. Oh, uh, well. Because if he back. touched home plate, he should be out. No, I don't he think didn't. he did. His foot was in front of it. Why? I don't think he did here. Now, does that count as going out of the baseline when he I don't watch know. when he does this? No, he didn't touch home plate. Out of though. the baseline? Yeah, I don't know. But the run would have scored anyway. I feel like that dirt spot should no, be out. No, because it was baseline. two outs. There was two outs. If they got well, I'm saying I think the run would have scored anyway because no, I the think... run doesn't count unless he's safe at first. Yeah. Well, yes, I know. I'm saying, but I'm I'm saying I don't think he did that, so the run would have scored no matter what. Like I think they'd be okay. Yeah, I'm, but I'm saying if he like got a run down, the guy scored, then he got tagged out, never touched first. Run doesn't count. So I don't know. Yeah, I I know. I don't know. I guess yeah. I guess they're not calling it. But but was he out of the? I, I think he may have been out of the baseline when he went in that dirt area right right in front of home plate, like that arc or whatever. If you saw him do that, he ran like in that dirt spot. I think that's yeah. out of the baseline. Because if there's grass there, if they put grass there and said dirt in that spot, that's out of the baseline. They would say he's out because you can't touch the grass. You can't walk on the grass like that. Yeah, it, was a, it was just a horrible play all around. Yeah, never should have happened. The first baseman should have just walked back and touched first. All he had to do was touch first because then yeah. everything or else stand gets... There. Literally just stand there in his way and say, well, okay, well, when you come to you me, I'll tag. Play, if you watch yeah. the play, what I love the most is Baez called the runner safe at home. I know. It, he was you know, so excited. It was the oh, craziest play I've ever seen. I've never seen anything be. like it. Typical, it like Typical Pittsburgh type of thing, you know. All you had to do was walk back and step on first. That was it. Bad news bears type baseball. (laughs) That it is. That doesn't that doesn't move the meter for John, apparently. That that play doesn't move the meter. That move that play is just so stupid. It's enjoyable to watch, but so dumb. We need some baseball. Well, baseball needs to start doing exciting things. It's after Memorial. Oh my god, did show the play again, Jake. 
I saw that, but it shouldn't have happened. It's a stupid play. Yeah, but it was still if exciting. That, if that's not the most it shouldn't have happened. It's see. a little league play. It's a little league play. A professional never ever should make that right. But play. that's what makes it so exciting and funny to watch because it's pathetic how bad the it's Pirates like, are, but it's, like it's amazing it, how aware the Cubs were on the play. It's it's, like it's a combination. Saying, it's like saying. Somebody that gets hit in the junk in a video, that's great comedy. No, it's not great it's comedy. It's funny. It's funny, but it's not good comedy. That's right. not good baseball. Right. It's not, not good, good baseball, baseball, but it's fun to watch. At- Did you get your hockey <laughs> puck on Monday, John? Huh? No, we ate uh, we ate pulled pork with barbecue sandwiches. They're pretty that's good. But that, yeah. that, that might be why he's cranky. I'm not cranky. I just have a very high standard. Uh, well, why don't we lower them for the show at least, so we can no. have more baseball to talk about? Because people I'm a want very, to talk about baseball. I'm very critical. Very critical. People oh. love their baseball. I love baseball, but baseball needs to uh, step up their game, as I said. It's after Memorial Day. Step up baseball your game. Time. Step up your game. That's I all like I got. Heat. Like the Heat. Hey, this is about <laughs> baseball. It's between me and baseball. Baseball and I. It's between baseball John, you need and I. A nice medium rare filet mignon. Well, uh, ooh, filet yeah. mignon. Rare. Get out of here. Throw that in the trash, man. Oh, my, oh my God. The most tender Disgusting. steak in the world. What are we going to do with you, John? With a little potato salad? Some broccoli rice? Oh, oh. You don't like broccoli and rice? Oh, broccoli is disgusting. Rice. Jake, you're killing me here, Jake. No, broccoli and cheddar and rice? Oh, it's amazing. Oh no! Who doesn't no. like broccoli with with some cheese sauce on it? Ooh, I don't good. like broccoli. Period. End of story. A little macaroni salad. All of a sudden, we got to leave you. Come on, now you're all of a sudden everybody's watching. We start talking about food. We grew up to six people. And this, the number. <laughs> See what so happens. What, baseball and food. Look at did this. you guys Look have? Did you guys have anything special on Memorial Day? Anything special foods out of the ordinary from your well done steaks or well done burgers? No. Well done, dogs. Do you have anything else different besides no. that? Because it was a no, no, no. I'm talking about the fans that are watching, not not oh. you guys. I know how oh. you like your gross okay. food. I'm talking about our fans that are watching. If they had anything out of the ordinary, I'm curious. I don't know, but I oh. I had I had pulled pork sandwiches. I didn't mm. expect that, but actually, it was was I didn't know pulled pork was part of more of a tradition. I didn't, but I I loved it. It, it, it makes I'm sense okay to me, though. I, okay I can understand it. it. It's got. I'm it's okay still that barbecue, you know, genre. Yeah. So oh, it, it I can eat pulled. I can eat pulled pork sandwich anytime, man. I agree. It's Not good. opposed to that. Corn dip, amazing corn dip. Debbie says. Mm. See, I like me a good. Uh, I like the dips. I like is like the hell of a good dip. Like for my chips, ooh, I like that. Like Martin's hell of a good dip. Ooh, that's good. Guacamole. Yeah, guacamole. Guac- disgusting. Throw that in Oh, the trash. my God. Oh. Did you say holy guacamole? Oh, no, that's not holy guacamole. Throw it in a the real, trash. A real guacamole. From, you got to make it at home. Make you it. either make it at home or you get it from a good Mexican restaurant. Yes. Yuck. Get that out of here. Get that you don't out like guacamole? What's wrong yeah. with you? No. no, 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 no. Do you oh, like avocados? No. no, no, no. Well, there's no. the first problem. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that stuff. Wow. That's great. God, you tell me, John. No problems, dude. Uh, well, I knew that. <laughs> you like salsa at least? I mean. I hate salsa. 
So what the heck do you have your chips with? Uh, I just told you. A hell of a good dip. But what is that? <laughs> you don't know what hell of a good dip is? I've never heard of it. What? Oh, it's, it's not that good. It's it, amazing. It's, a, it's horrible. It's like French onion dip. There's really so many really better really breads. Good. There are better breads of French onion dip. And no, you can no, make hell of a good is the best. You're going to get it. It is not. It yes. is the worst. Uh, it's amazing. It doesn't sound that great. Oh, it's fantastic. It's really like, I'd rather, I'd probably Don't rather go. JB. I'd probably this. rather go for a spinach dip at that point. JB. That's good. good. I had the most cases. amazing spinach dip on Saturday night. We'll talk about that next week. <laughs> it was unbelievable. What it was so good. good I'm, I'm going to tease it for next week. What about good nacho <laughs> cheese sauce? You got to get a good nacho cheese sauce in there for your for your chin. Yes. No, 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 no. I like I like it mild. My cheese sauce. I don't like it. You know, I don't like any spicy things or oh anything like that or anything out of ordinary. I like my regular plain cheese whip. Cheese sauce. Ew, cheese That's whip. really good. Cheese whip. It's really good. Ew, Come over to my house. Whip. I'll give you some. It's fantastic. What are you getting like from a can? Uh, it's a jar. It's a jar. I don't store. want a jar of cheese, <laughs> you disgusting monster. It's fantastic. If I want nachos, I'm going to take some fresh grated cheese. I'll grate it myself. No, no, no. Melt that's it. Too much oh, work. That's... too much work. John, it takes two seconds to melt that's cheese. Too, it's so that's easy. Too... Two seconds too long. So, were the side dishes better than the main dish this weekend for you guys, or the main dish better than the side? Oh, well, of course, the pulled pork was the best. I mean, that's fantastic. And then I ate some carrots, and I was like, eh. I always feel like the main dish is good, but the sides don't make or break it for me. Always. Because I could, if you give me a burger with like garbage potato salad, I don't, it, it ruins the experience. I got to have that good side. Always. So Kayla says buffalo chicken dip. Yuck. I don't like that's anything a, buffalo. How do you not? I don't like anything buffalo. I told you this. Get buffalo out of here. I don't like problems, anything dude. buffalo. I don't like the buffalo bills. I had a good buffalo I, chicken dip this weekend. I don't like good. the Blue Jays playing in Buffalo because I don't like the Blue Jays. So get anything buffalo out of my face. Get out of here. Wow. Oh, it. John, Jake, getting back to you. Side dishes are the most important. I Absolutely. Had- all right, so we talked about the spinach dip. I had the best potato mm. salad. Mm. It was a great weekend for side dishes. Oh, yeah. And speaking of buffalo dip, I had a great one. Oh, it was so good. Oh, man. It's, now, it's basically, John, it's basically pulled pork with chicken. But anything it's just, it's that has to do with, with buffalo. Hot sauce. It's delicious. But anything that has to do with buffalo reminds me of the bills, and I don't like the bills, so get that out of my face. Problems, dude. Yeah, the buffalo bills. That's my problem. What do you have against uh, the Buffalo Bills? Everything. Same thing you have with the Cowboys. Until, the until you bring Mookie Hawkins on here to debate him about it, I don't want to hear it. I don't, <laughs> unless you're I he's a busy man. man. John, I, I may have just received this level. the greatest text of all time. I need to read it out loud to the two of you. My girlfriend, who happens to be watching the show, <laughs> texts me. Chicken and, dip girl. And in reference to John says, and I quote, a flavorless human being. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I'm she's flopping. not wrong. I'm still searching I'm for my flopping. soul. So when I find my soul, I'll let you know. John, the flavorless human being. I That's try. Oh, look, I'm a simple man. I'm like Leonard Skinner. I'm a simple man. Got problems. Wow. Dude. 
Thank you. I try. Or a flavorless know. human being. Thank I'm you. I'm out of things right now, but hopefully we'll talk some baseball next week that we're into June now. We're getting yeah. close to 4th of July foods. That's another good. That's, it's similar to Memorial Day stuff. No, though. no, no. Are, way different. Yeah. Way different. No. Way different. It's still a barbecue. No, way no. different. Oh, Jake. No. Whoa. Oh, You're about to make this show go on two hours longer. And dogs. Absolutely. On, if on you want to stick around for two more hours. Absolutely. Let's have at it. Two more hours. Add it on to the You're going to tell me you don't have burgers and dogs on 4th of July. Uh, don't start this conversation because it's going to be It's just a simple yes or no minutes. question. It's going to be three hours and 47 minutes before we're finished. It'll be 1230 at night by the time we finish this up. Uh, no, thanks. Let's start this. I got Kayla. We're not talking about hell of a dip, though. We have thank to get the right you. bread. French. The hell of a dip is French onion dip. And it's no, but there's, there's other breads. There's other breads that make French onion dip. Hell of a hell good of a is amazing. Hell of a Good is garbage. Uh, you're garbage. French onion. Get that good. out of my face. Certain brands <laughs> garbage. Knock my dip. Brands, Get so out I of here. Knock my dip. Knocked my cheese dip. Yeah, because you get cheese from a bottle, basically. That's, that's okay. That's disgusting. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't need to be doing the work. Only when, things that should come from store, those kinds of containters. Or like manufacturers Nutella, do the work for peanut them. butter, a jelly, or jam. Those are cool to come from. Those that's no, what no, those no, are meant I to come from. I don't do jelly. I don't so do jam. The I'm question is, John, are we barbecuing the day we have our game? <laughs> when I of course you have that. to. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Kayla did not get an invite yet. Kayla's invited as well. If Kayla wants to come along and be I part think, of the cornhole game, have this kind of in like a. A park that has a barbecue. an open venue. But you can do it at the back of my house. At the back of my house. Yeah, but then you got I home got field a, advantage. I got a and even though I'm on yard. your team, that's not fair to JB. I got a gigantic yard in the back of my Listen, house. You can do I that. Practiced, I practiced over the weekend, and I was perfect <laughs> as usual because I'm not losing. I, I was practicing be, too. We should have a it's game on. of Ebby and JB versus Kayla and Jake. We should have, make sure we have a game like that. Wow. We need John's to have that game. It has to John's have already it. backing John's out of this game. John, no, 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 I'm partners, sitting on the dude. side. He's on the side. He's, he's, in he's already backed out. He's already, in addition, he's we need to make sure we have that game because I'll be the ref. You, you're con you've conceded that you've lost. I love oh, it. Oh, no, no, no. We're going to play a I lot of Cornell. We're going to play a lot of Cornell. We're not just going to play two You can't back out on me, dude. You're my partner on this. But you also wow. need a game with your girlfriend. You, I can't let that go, by the way. So you need to play a game with her. I think she See knows how, she as much as I know we'd lose because she's not very good. You got to be confident in your in – your, uh, John, she just game. texted me and said we'd lose. I'm not kidding. <laughs> wow. I she knows we'll lose. You got to confidence in that than that. got to be confident in everything you do. I am. Yeah, so confident you're already backing I, out of the game. Listen, I didn't back I out. I am convinced. I will win. I will have you the bring best it partner. on, JB. Bring it on. All I hear is the talking, but I haven't it. seen any of this we've, practice. We've, set, we've settled that I have the best partner. I have Debbie. Right? That's what we said last week. She's on my team. John, shut up. You got four games to none. Four games to none. You got Jake like, and like the heat. I. I'm trying you got to point, Jake and I'm, I who are all stars. <laughs> you see that? I'm pointing at the, the little camera up here. Bring it on. <laughs> Babe Ruth. Zero. Zero wins. Bring it on, Babe Ruth. Zero yes. wins. JB, you see that zero in your eye? That's how many wins you'll get. Zero. 
You're right. You're zero. You zero wins. Correct. I win. It's gonna be a, you lose. It's gonna be eleven you six. Lose. We'll, we'll even lose. live. We'll even you stream lose. it from our channel. Somehow, we'll stream I'm it with you guys. We'll stream it from our channel. That's what we'll do. You lose. He wins. You lose. Lost. 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 <laughs> I like how we're learning how to point on camera. <laughs> uh, when it's all said and done, it will be a fun day. It will. And, that is for sure. And there will be there will be two members of Sideline Sports that will lose. <laughs> Just remember, JB is taller in person than you think. Guy's like six five in person. And Maybe John like is shorter five. in person. Yes, than you I think. am. I am. I'm exactly I what you expect. Definitely am. I would say Good you're probably Maria. like five nine. Me? Five nine? Yeah. Six foot. Six That's foot, all I'm really. Gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Bring it you on. Guys, you guys pick the day. Look, you know, I think I'm just gonna go on a limb and say Debbie's overrated at uh Cornell. <laughs> going out and saying wow. going out on a limb. Yikes. Wow. She talks Shots a big fired. game, talks a big game, but a little bit overrated. That's what I'm gonna know. go on a limb and say. Wait, shots fired, John. Now, now, now you're taking shots that I wasn't even going to take. I mean, I, I wasn't going to. I'll make fun of JB. I'm not going that far. I'm not going to make fun of fans here. You're that's, the fan that's, that's not going to throw the popcorn. I, I'm not going there. I, I'm going to. I the reserve popcorn. my, I my jokes for for my my own team. I already threw it. I already threw out the popcorn. You notice when you said. Jake and Kayla. I didn't go after Kayla. I just said Jake was going to lose. Just got to make. Well, that's because they didn't. They didn't sign the pen to paper that that match is going to happen. Yeah, because it only happened because you were backing out, John. <laughs> You're trying to back out of this this agreement. Here, I would dude. never back out. I'm not a quitter. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't back out of anything. I don't quit at anything. <laughs> uh, I like the trash talk. Well done, boy. I like it. I like that a lot. Uh, that's good. Oh, well, geez. this is the longest show we've ever done. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Oh, well, they're good. They just, they just go. They just exactly. I, I think I'm good. Anyone else got anything to add? I think yeah, it's good. it for me. All right. Well, let's go around. JB, where can they find you? So before we start, we can find me tomorrow night special NBA Carousel because yes. of Memorial Day. It'll be on Wednesday tomorrow at eight. I totally forgot so, about that. Thank you for reminding um, me. No worries, uh, JB. Underscore the program on Twitter, uh, the program which should be back in uh, about two more weeks. Then, of course, the NBA Carousel, which I produce, the NFL Carousel, where I cover the Chargers. Um, here with the two losers at Cornhole, <laughs> and everywhere else I may choose to show up. You never know where I'll be. You never know. John, they can find me here in Sideline Sports. Make sure I point right. Uh, you yep. can find me on. Cardiac Kane. Uh, soon I'll be writing articles on there, but I'm an independent contractor and a contributor on there. That's what I'm deemed as. That's what I have to refer to myself as. So that's what I am. Cardiac the Kane. Best, the best part of Cardiac Kane right here. Absolutely. Yes. So you'll be able to find my articles soon on there. Uh, if I'm in sports arena on Monday nights and Wednesday nights at about 10 o'clock Eastern time with Eric Wilson. Alex Fleming and all those good folks. Um, now you can find me NFL Carousel in the fall, covering the Ravens on there. Then NBA Carousel, I cover the Heat on there. So that's where you can find me in the Blue Hawks 13 on Twitter. 
Well, you guys can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Malik. More importantly, you can find me here on Sideline Sports, and you can find me and John beating JB and kicking his butt in Cornhole. And I'm just going to say this now, gentlemen. I may have to start going to practice and videotaping me practicing to show you, JB, just what you're up against and show John what his partner's got up I don't asleep. even need to practice. A, you give me two throws before week. the game starts, and I'll beat you. That's it. No, two, I don't need to actually, go videotaping nothing. Two weeks. I want to see. I want to see video proof of how good you guys are. I'll bring you video. Happily. No, 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 no. You're video. not going to study my strategy. No, no. You find out game day. You're not getting. You're not the Patriots. No, no. He's trying to pull what a Bill Belichick. What is it? I was going to get you to do it willfully. It was going to be a perfect play. I like I wasn't it. Try to, I wasn't trying to like. You know, I said we just exchange study. film here. Nice. It's like high school football. We'll there send you, you your film. You send me yours. We'll do it live on the show. We'll watch it together. There you go. And everyone will see how great I am. I That's a good I idea. It. You can there see you footage. We can share it and show footage. Exactly. Share our screen and see everybody's kind of, you know. Exactly. I'll make sure I do about 15 takes to make sure I get the perfect To make sure you get the perfect one. one. Exactly. <laughs> of course. you got to show the right one. Yes, exactly. All right. Last thing, you guys can find us on social media. Instagram and Twitter is at Sideline Sport One. YouTube and Facebook, just look up Sideline Sports. You can find us all, wherever podcasts are found Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever it is. I think that's it. I don't think I'm missing anything, right? Um, I think that's it. It's been on the bottom all day. Yeah. All day long, guys. That bottom red ticker, you know, better than ESPN over here, where it shows you where you can that's find true. it. This that's is true. Sports news anywhere. That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, if that's it, then we will see you guys uh, next week. Hell of a- Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electrocast.